We are uh, here at Adam Central. Adam Central suffered a loss on Tuesday, something we'll talk about here in our pre-match uh, coverage. But we'll also have coverage on Saturday of a pretty big tournament for the Jets as they look to solidify what could be the number one seed in the 1A tournament. To do that, they're going to have to have a good showing in the opening rounds of Saturday's New Haven 10-way. And, Rex, I say that not just because uh, they wrestle two pretty good teams. McConaughey is a team that's already in in the 2A tournament. Avon's a team that is going to be the top vote-in team in 4A. But in that tournament, you're split into two pools of five. And what I'd really like to see Adam Central do is get a shot to take out Prairie Heights. And to do that, they're going to have to finish at the same level as Prairie Heights. And I think that would go a long ways towards proving that Adam Central is uh, one of the top teams in 1A. I ranked them number one this week. Coach Curry was not happy with me about it. <laughs> Uh, they went and lost less than 24 hours after it happened. But um, there's, there's a lot up to the storyline to Tuesday's loss. We'll talk about it a little bit more here in a second. But uh, New Haven's a very good team with some very talented individuals. And I don't think that it necessarily even bumps them out of the number one spot for this coming week. I think New Haven's that good of a team. But uh, we'll talk about that more here as we as we go through our, our pre-match routine. Dan, I work with a couple of guys that are big Purdue basketball fans, and, and the worst curse you can do is get ranked number one. Every time Purdue gets ranked number one, they get knocked off like 24 hours or less than 24 hours later. I and, know, I and know. And it's like don't wish for something you don't really, don't really want. But uh, we're on a pre-match conversation. We've got lots of commercials that we're going to get in here for you tonight. Let's send it back to the studio for our first round with Steve Rouse running aboard. Back with more pre-match conversation here on WZBD. When it comes to your home, there are things the handyman in you wants to do. And then there's things that should be left to the experts. When it comes to seamless gutters, there's only one choice in our area, and that's SureFlow Seamless Gutters indicator. Tired of gutters that leak at every seam and every downspout? Call the guys at SureFlow. Putting on a new metal roof and want your gutters to do the job they're meant to do? Call SureFlow. Find them online at SeamlessGutters.net or give them a call. SureFlow Gutters. 260-888-5062. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 21 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Another groundbreaking service from Adams Memorial Hospital. Your medical story at your fingertips. You can communicate with your doctor, manage your appointments, request prescription refills, access your test results, and view your doctor's comments. To sign up for my chart, ask your doctor or patient registration at Adams Memorial Hospital. For more information, go to adams.mychartcc.com. Winter is here. Hi, this is Tina with Innovative Concepts Audio Video. Install a remote start, heated seats, backup camera, or WeatherTech car mats to prepare your vehicle for cold winter months. Does your motorcycle, boat, ATV, or golf cart need a new sound system? Drop off your ride before it is stored for the winter. This holiday season, dash into Innovative Concepts for all your technology needs. Located at 1421 Manchester Street in Decatur, we bring technology to you. 
The chill has arrived with a cool cash instant rebate of up to $1,550 on your complete carrier system or special financing up to 72 months from Masters Heating and Cooling. Turn to the experts with a 10-year parts and 3-year labor warranty standard on every job and their apples to apples price match guarantee. The chill is no problem with a cool cash rebate from Masters online at mastersheatcool.com. We select our insurance companies the same way you do, very carefully. When you work with us, you can count on receiving fast, courteous, and professional service and quality protection through Auto Owners Insurance. For a no-problem approach for your life, home, car, and business insurance needs, ask us about the no-problem company, Auto Owners Insurance. See Toby, Mark, Kyle, or Barb at Graber Insurance with offices on Highway 27 North and Burn and 623 West Monroe Street in Decatur. Welcome back to Adams Central High School, the Hangar in Monroe. Rex Burr along with Dane Filling as Dane. A lot of, we see a lot of these schools doing this where they uh, bring their youth wrestling program in here, and they went one step further tonight. They brought youth wrestlers in here in some of the smallest singlets I've ever seen in my life, and uh, they've paired them up, and they're actually wrestling matches here. Jim Bopp uh, out there refereeing the matches, and uh, they probably have uh, 20 kids on each team out here all lined up, ready to go, Dane. Yeah, I saw a ton of them. A ton of uh, 92 license plates coming down 27 <laughs> when I was. I was just in front of the team bus, and I thought, man, these people are arriving awfully early. Now I understand why. Coming in some, some good action here. But uh, let's talk a little bit more about that uh, performance by the Jets this weekend. Adam Central had a great showing at the ACAC duels. Um, we saw the match between Adam Central and South Adams on Friday night, or I did, you were at uh, New Haven. It was 42-36, and I thought, wow, I don't know if Adam Central's ready for this. And uh, it's one of those things where you watch two teams wrestle and you think you know what you just saw, but then you get a little bit more context, and I think all it did is elevate both teams. I think South Adams may have been thinking after Friday night, oh, I don't know, that might have been the best that we could do. Then Adam Central goes and just demolishes everybody else on Saturday. And I think South Adams says, hey, we only lost to Adam Central by six. They don't worry about the coulda, shoulda, woulda. Um, and with Adam Central's margin of victory over Jay County and Bluffton and everybody else in the ACAC, it was quite a showing. And uh, it's one of the reasons why, looking through that lineup, Rex, I really believe still that until Rochester finds a way to not have two forfeits, Adam Central is the favorite to win this 1A tournament if yeah, they're I, healthy. I, would I think to, there is enough depth on this Adam Central team, especially in some of the weights around that forfeit, those two forfeits that Rochester has. I think they can overcome it, and I think they're the favorite, and that's the reason why uh, they were given the number one ranking on Indiana Matt. I'll tell you what, Dane. I mean, your ranking is uh, one man's opinion, and rankings don't do a whole lot because they all have to wrestle each other. But it does help you to get that seating done, and that seating will take place you know, on the a, on a 1st of January in my bunker basement as we broadcast the High School Wrestling Weekly uh, down there on the 1st of January. But uh, uh, there's a lot of wrestling to be done between now and then to see who may move up and who may move in. The big show on the 17th reveals the last two teams in each weight and each uh, class that's going to come in, and that's always a big event, and that will happen this Sunday night from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. Yeah, and, you know, it's not to say that a team with two forfeits can't win state. We just saw a team do it, right? And um, 
last year. Adam Central lost in the finals to a team who forfeited twice. And Adam Central didn't have enough firepower. But I think if you look at what Adam Central has and the depth that they have and the ability that they have to move some guys, and I know a lot of it's top-heavy and you, you say, well, who can they bump out at the top? I still think that they have a combination of guys. You've got guys who are takedown guys who can win you a decision on their feet. You've got guys who are pinners that you can put in and move around. Um, I just think this Adam Central lineup is really strong. But at the same time, we're still three weeks away. And as we saw on Tuesday, and we'll go through these results here after this next commercial break, Adam Central loses Zach Worm. Whew, then all of a sudden they've got the depth to fill the spot, but, but then the depth part of it, right, is gone. And that becomes your starting lineup, and then you suffer another loss, and then all of a sudden you're hurting Whereas you were, it was one of your strengths. You know, I always have these conversations with the football coaches on a coaches show. You know, what's the gap between your ones and twos? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how good your team really is because your ones could be your twos with one injury. And uh, as we know, Belmont is really thin down low. They have no extras from 26 on down or 32 on down, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's like you get an injury in one of those, and, and then you turn in Rochester, and you're forfeiting weight classes. And the only reason that they have that is because their 138-pounder last year somehow got down to 132 <laughs> in Kevin Loshi. Otherwise, they'd have a forfeit. And uh, I was talking with Coach Schwartz up there from the witness earlier before we went on air, and I, I told him, I said, I think this Belmont team, you know, they're as good as they can be, um, not necessarily in performance, but when it comes to a lineup, Rex, I don't, I don't think Belmont has any moves necessarily overall that they can make to make their team stronger. Now, up against a certain team, absolutely. <laughs> They've got some, some depth with uh, Landon Rich and with Devin Gephardt and the ability to maybe bump Grady Baker out. Um, accepting a forfeit against a team, they yeah. could really do some things, but that's not really a whole lot of Anybody can do that for no, the most part. You're, you're limited in two, maybe three weight classes. I mean, that's the only moves you got. And coaches know that coming in. They say, if he's going to make a move, he's going to take. He's going to put Gephardt in. He's going to move uh, Mendez up, and he's going to move uh, uh, Keegan Martin to heavyweight. That's his, that's his only real move. And we saw that against Delta. It paid off, but he only made the move because, uh, you know, Cody uh, LeCount made the first move, and he just countered the move. And, if you don't have the guys that deep in the, in the room to back it up, I mean, you don't do a lot of switching around. Well, when we come back from this next break, let's look over the results from Tuesday's match at New Haven and talk about some of the implications. You've been listening to High School Wrestling here on WZBD. You may not know it, but Hitzer Patio and Fireplace is the perfect gift center for most everyone on your gift list. Big green egg grills, gift certificates, tabletop pellet grills, Pelican Premium Coolers, Cast Iron Kettles and Dutch Oven. Unique gift ideas for special people on your gift list. Hitzer, 269 East Main Street in Bern. Merry Christmas from Hitzer! Dave Nathan from the Z-Team here for the All-American Gas Stations in Monroe, Hoagland, Monroeville, Ossian, and throughout Z-Land, and it's happening again. The All-American stores not only give to countless charities, but they're also supporters of local high school athletics here on ZBD. The next time you need gas or a quick snack, stop in for a cold fountain pop, an energy drink, or a hot meal. From Monster Energy Drinks to Snickers Bars, from smoothies to a hot meal on the go, it's all at your local All-American stores. Check out the All-American Stores official Facebook page for more details and sales. The All-American Stores, hometown owners, hometown staff, your home 
hometown team. Adams County, this is Kim Baker, Kelly Automotive of Decatur, Indiana, coming to you with a spotlight on a couple positions that we do have here available at our campus. First is a sales position. It is a $45,000 a year sales non-commission based sales position. We offer competitive benefits, paid time off, no experience necessary, and a sign-on bonus. Please see me and or go to drivekelly.com under the careers tab. Look for Decatur Automotive. Thank you. Timmy Takedown Tree Service on US 224, three miles east of Decatur, is firewood for sale. $30 a scoop, $75 for a six-foot bed, $85 for an eight-foot bed. Timmy Takedown Tree Service can give you a free estimate on removing storm-damaged trees, grinding stumps, or trimming trees. Call 728-9120 and talk with Jake to set up an appointment. Timmy Takedown Tree Service has been in the area's best and most trusted tree service for 50 years. Stop out or call today. Expert Transmission on US 224 in Decatur and on US 124 in Bluffton is the place to go for not only transmission help, but also full service general auto and truck repair. Matt, Corey, and Tyler at Expert Transmission are experienced and ASC certified mechanics who can diagnose and fix your family or work vehicle. Call Steve or Dustin soon to set up an appointment. Expert Transmission has the best warranty in the business. Five years and 100,000 miles on a new transmission and can give you a free estimate. Call today at 724-2434 or like Expert Transmission on Facebook. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur. Welcome back to Adams Center High School where the little guys from both schools are on a Mount Russell right now. And Dane, I think there's probably 15 to 18 matches that they have lined up here. We will have five junior varsity matches. Uh, to bring you here during our uh, pre-match, and then uh, we'll get into the varsity. And once, they, once again, good thing uh, uh, Phil is, has this up on track wrestling, so we'll be able to keep track on, on track of both junior varsity and the varsity matches. Yeah, we said we were going to take a look at that dual meet between Adam Central and New Haven. It was up at New Haven on Tuesday night. The match started at 215 pounds. Keegan Bloom still out of the lineup as of Tuesday. Wyatt McAfee gets the fall in the second period, and Adam Central took a 6-0 lead and looked like they were in good position to pull off the win. I don't know, Rex. I didn't really look at the matchups, and I didn't really pay much attention to New Haven because by the time I got there on Saturday, Belmont had already beaten them. I don't know if Adam Central expected to win or thought it was going to be close or whatever, um, but certainly after getting the pin at 215, and Zach Worm getting the takedown to start off the match at 285. It, they probably thought that they were in pretty good position. Uh, Worm ends up giving a up a reversal in the third period. The match goes to overtime, as most heavyweights do. They danced around for an extra minute, and then they get into the two 30-second uh, periods, and Worm suffers a hamstring injury and defaults, and that really changed the complexion of the match entirely. After that, you lose that momentum, right? You've got your state qualifier out on the mat. And that kid from New Haven, I don't know if you remember he, he's him. He's a big kid. Yeah, he's a big kid. He's, he's pretty agile, and he looked pretty good on, on the weekend when I saw him. But then you turn it over to the two Ocampo sisters. They get a major, a pin, um, and then Carrington Cooper, pretty solid kid for 
Coach Lynn at 120, and all of a sudden you're down, uh, what is that, 20 to 6, and you're facing some really tough matches. Dylan Ogg, really promising freshman for Adam Central, got the win at 126 pounds. Brayson Shortgan picks up the win at 132, another one of the really talented freshman class. Uh, Maverick Dubaugh gets the win at 138, but then uh, Xander Schwartz was up, I think, 8-1 to one or 9-1. to one. He got pinned. Then comes Doster for New Haven. He gets the win over Max Byerly. Jarrett Smith had the opening takedown against Ian Amstutz. He loses. Uh, Matt Heiser had the opening takedown at 165, and he got pinned. I counted it up, Rex. Adam Central had the opening takedown in the first period in 11 of the 14 bouts. <laughs> and lost the dual meet. And I think it speaks to what Coach Curry was talking about. Um, you know, they're just not, this is too early in the season. This is like expecting Belmont or South Adams or anybody to be ready to go and win some really meaningful dual meets on November 15th yeah, or 14th or, you know, that early in the season. And, and there's a reason that Belmont and South Adams didn't schedule anybody on their schedule, which they're allowed to, that early, like Bluffton and Heritage did. Because kids aren't ready. They haven't had enough practices in. You know, so you, you, you saw that on Tuesday night and it ended up costing Adam Central the match. But I also think there's something to be said. Adam Central's lineup took down New Haven's in 11 of the 14 matches. You know, I, I talked to Coach Curry on Saturday morning because we did the NE8 Friday night, come in Saturday morning. And uh, I asked him how he wrestled on Friday night. And he said, like it was our first match of the season, he said, there were so many matches. He said, there was three matches that, we were ahead, and we just died in the third period and got pinned in. And, you know, look at Belmont. Belmont's 22-0 right now. Belmont's got 22 matches underneath the belt. How much Adam Central got? Three? Four? Well, Adam Central had, what, six this weekend? Yeah. And a seventh on. But, you know, the matches against Woodland and Heritage and Bluffton weren't yeah. really all that competitive. Most, most of the guys didn't even get a minute. They were all with final scores adding up to 84, as they often do this early in the season. Yeah, I know that uh, Her between Heritage and Woodland, they were four foot and five and six weight classes, so those guys were just walking out headgear in hand, getting the matches in. But uh, more conversation coming up as the uh, little guys are uh, still winding down here. A lot of good matches here between some of these little guys between Columbia City and, and Ab Central, but we'll send it back to Stu to be back with more wrestling pre-match right here on WZBD. When you're doing new construction or remodeling and you need drywall, the name to call is Paul Baker Drywall. Paul Baker Drywall does championship caliber work and gives you free estimates. Paul uses all the latest styles for your approval and his work is always guaranteed. Give Paul a call today at 701-4388. That's 701-4388. When it's time for drywall, use the best Paul Baker Drywall. Have you received notification that your Medicare plan is non-renewing? Is your prescription drug plan or Medicare Advantage plan changing? Or has your Medicare supplement rate increased? If so, call Dan Kintz at Kintz Insurance for a free, no-obligation consultation. Dan is certified with the top Medicare insurers and can help you navigate through the many plans available. Give Dan Kintz a call at 728-8888. Kintz Insurance, since 1966. Why lose out to pain? Visit Dr. Carla Grody at Grody Chiropractic, 320 West Monroe Street, Decatur. She's a specialist in the utilization of proven non-force techniques to treat injuries of all kinds requiring professional chiropractic care. 
call 724-2510 for an appointment with Dr. Carla Grody. Open Monday through Thursday, closed Friday and Saturday. Grody Chiropractic, 320 West Monroe Street, Decatur. Good old reliable Moen faucets have style that has been around for your lifetime and probably your parents' lifetime. Moen has taken the old-fashioned design and made a faucet with a new traditional look in chrome, antique, and polished brass finishes. New Moen faucets are backed by Moen's lifetime limited warranty against leaks and drips. Ask Baker and Sons Plumbing and Heating, 702 Nutman Avenue Indicator about Moen faucets for a lifetime. That's Baker and Sons Plumbing and Heating. Does your smile need work? Maybe it's time for a cleaning and exam. Visit Laura Kukulhan, DDS, and her knowledgeable caring staff at Complete Smiles on North Main Street in Bluffton. Dr. Kukulhan would love to help you maintain your dental health or transform your smile. Whatever your needs might be, Complete Smiles is there to help you. Dr. Kukulhan is currently accepting new patients. Call 824-3100 to schedule an appointment. This is Ed Thurman, and I've driven across every highway and bridge in Indiana calling high school games on the radio since 1972. We take those bridges and overpasses for granted sometimes, but knowing they're made right here in Decatur at pre-stress puts me at ease and allows me to focus on the game. If you're looking for a career right here in Adams County, starting at over $20 an hour, go to prestressservices.com and click on Careers. From general labor with no experience to driving those long beams to the job site with your CDL, pre-stress might just have the job you're looking for. Welcome back to M Central High School. We're in the hangar, the newly uh, decorated hangar. I think they repainted it last year, the year before, but uh, beautiful uh, painting of it says the hangar right up on a wall above us. M Central, it's the old old Quonset hut style building that was built back in the war times, Dane, back when uh, your dad and I were just kids, but uh, <laughs> before that even. But uh, it's a good place to watch a basketball game, and uh, this place really gets some enthusiasm in it. Remember one one year I was right up there against the wall calling the Belmont versus Yorktown team regional match, and it was insane. And Trent Bussey threw Kasner in a throw right over there on the floor, and, and the place went wild. And that was Belmont took out uh, one of the, some of the old school team regionals were just just electric. It's a great place to watch a wrestling match, and uh, I always appreciate when they use this facility and don't try to use the the sack over there on the other end of the campus. Um, this is where varsity wrestling belongs. And uh, so Adam Central is doing a really nice job in their club and their youth program. They have a lot of talented young kids. They've got a lot of kids excited about the sport. They've got a lot of dads and coaches and young graduates who are excited about, you know, being a part of the program and, and building it up. And it's in the end, what it's all about, Rex. I know you and I get really excited about some of the big deals, and we want to puff our chests out when we see our friends from across the state. You know, oh, we got this guy. We've got Duke Myers. We've got this. But when it comes down to it, so much of our love of high school wrestling, in my opinion, are these Tuesdays and Thursday nights. I had so much fun on Tuesday night um, at, the, at the match and on, you know, when you're able to bring your community and show off the team that you have and the work that your young men have done and all of those types of things, there's something about it that's so much better than a Saturday tournament where it's just moms and dads in the stands and we're trying to relay what's happening, but the passion and the fan, the fandom isn't there. To me, this is what it's all about. You know, you got to hang out up in the, up in the 
upper level of the Belmont gym and uh, be part of that crowd. I was down working the event, but uh, you were up there with the law firm of Grody, Schultz, Horman, and Boltemeyer. And, uh, One of my favorite spots to be. Yeah, and it's a, it's a great environment. And everybody, if you're listening, Adam Central fans, bring the house because Tim Myers wants to load up that gym just like the old days. Back in, I think Belmont's record is 3,200 fans in the Belmont versus AC match back about 75, I think, 75, 76. Uh, I know I was part of one in 1977 that had uh, over 2,000 people in it. And that was my first varsity match against uh, Jimmy Fichter. Fichter was a uh, senior that year, and I was a first varsity match kind of guy and wrestled him to a 1-1 tie in front of about 2,000 people. And you talk about electric. It was just immense. It's going to be fun. I did want to make a small program. You know, I did have somebody reach out and, and say, hey, I thought you were going to do every Adam Central match that we had this year. And uh, I had a daughter who's going through some, some medical-type stuff, and we just don't have enough staff. I We were at Riley Hospital and, and all kinds of things, and we weren't sure if we were going to be able to staff broadcasting that match on, on Tuesday. So we decided not to do it. We knew that we had this match tonight. We've got two rounds for you on Saturday I'm really excited about. Next week we've got two more uh, Adam Central matches. They wrestled Norwell, they wrestled Belmont, and uh, it's going to be a good time. And, of course, we're going to be there at Team State. I'm going to be there all day at Rochester and hopefully calling a state championship match again like I, like I did last year. And uh, plenty of jet wrestling still to come. Now on Saturday morning, I don't know if you're ready for this, you are sitting down. There's a big return coming, and it's not Keegan Bloom on Saturday. It's John Kintz. Kintz, back in the seat. John Kintz is coming back to your radio waves, and he's going to be with me as my color man on uh, Saturday. What a weird career arc for him. He's colorful all right. He is colorful. Coming back as my color man, but uh, it's going to be a good time. Now the schedule for Saturday. We are going to be on the air before wrestling starts. It is a 9 a.m. start. Coach Curry told us that it is a first-round matchup with McConaughey. And then in the second round, Adam Central is going to wrestle Avon. And Avon has shot up, Rex. They weren't all that good last year. I think they were a fringe for the top 20. I had them 18th, I think, to start the year. Then they came in and they beat Cathedral and they beat Warren Central in those old Cathedral duels that Belmont used to go to. And then they won another match this weekend, and they are fifth in the state overall. Hmm. And anything, you know, you've got the big three right now that are dominating the sport. Uh, Adam Central is going to have their hands full. It was a great match. I broadcast it last year from Yorktown. Um, but McConaughey first, that's the 9 a.m. round. And then at 10.15, Adam Central versus Avon. The schedule for the Jets, we won't have anything after that because Adam Central has a bye in round three. And by the time we get around to round four, Adam Central is going to have a little bit easier uh, setup in the next two rounds, South Bend, Washington, and Lakeland. we got the big Purdue game as they take on Arizona. That's a matchup of top five teams on the air. The final round then is a crossover, as I mentioned earlier. Adam Central probably going to be looking at a three-and-one hopeful finish. Avon probably out of their reach, but uh, a 3-1 finish could put them, like I said, against uh, Prairie Heights. New Haven also there. Uh, I don't think it would necessarily be a bad thing. You may have said this last year, oh, I don't want to wrestle New Haven again. 
if I ask him right now, he's six feet from us, hey, you want to wrestle New Haven again? He might say, yeah, I'd really like to show them that we are better than yeah. them. Couple and of, couple. It, it could be a different one. So pay attention to WZBD.com later Saturday and into Sunday for how Adam Central does in those later rounds. But we will have the first two rounds, which potentially are going to be Adam Central's two best duels on Saturday, live on the air, me and John. So, uh, Dane, have we decided uh, how we're going to handle the Team State Day? Are we going to bounce back and forth, or is one going to be on YouTube, one going to be on? We haven't gotten there yet because we're going to wait to see the draw okay. and try to decide from there. One thing that we kind of wanted to do was say, you know, if we, uh, if we have one team reach the finals, we'll put them on. But we sure seem on a, on a bit of a collision course where we may end up having a 1A final and a 2A final. So uh, we'll try to be as consistent as possible throughout the day. If that means that one's on YouTube the whole day, that might just be what we do. Yeah, I know. Last year we, we tried to rush back to get back to the Western match, and we came back, and it, it was we didn't have any pre-match kind of anything to build up. I almost think that it's it's best if we put one on YouTube, one on on uh, the radio, and just let them roll that way, and that way we make sure we get the best coverage of both. The other possibility, too, is if we do have a break, I believe it might actually be easier for the studio to plug into YouTube and via YouTube go straight onto the air if uh, Belmont's on a break, one of those mm -hmm. types of things. So, And uh, with the ability to do that, I mean, you, you can see the numbers. I've, I've got into that program now and see the numbers. The numbers of people that are listening to that YouTube channel have really shot up. I mean, yeah. from the first from the ma first match of the season uh, till now and, and the football games are on there, I mean, you can go back and look and some of them are over 450 hits of people went in and listened to those. And they're not getting on there just to look at our pretty faces because yeah. they're not on there. Well, there, there's nothing on there, just <laughs> sound. Let's send it back to studio. Steve Rouse running the board for us once again. We'll be back with more wrestling pre-match conversation here on WZBD. Luganville Excavating is a proud sponsor of high school wrestling on WZBD. Their son, Memphis, a sophomore at AC, is doing his best to overcome adversity and wrestle for the Flying Jets. Memphis has made tremendous strides and is determined to continue. You can follow his journey on Facebook at Memphis's Ride. As Luganville Excavating works hard for their customers, follow Memphis's challenge to make the team. He would love to hear from you. Miller Land Surveying is one of Northeast Indiana's premier full-service land surveying firms. From lot and boundary surveys to large topographical, commercial, and industrial surveys, Miller Land Surveying can help you with all of your surveying needs. With a seasoned staff, the latest technology, and a drive for perfection, rest assured your project will be done professionally and efficiently completed every time. MLS is proud to support today's broadcast and encourages everyone to get out and support local athletes. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. When you walk out of the cold winter weather, you expect your home to be as warm as it was when you left in the morning. If you're worried about the heat in your home, call Kevin McIntyre. Don't get called for stalling, because once your furnace has gone out, you're already too late. McIntyre Heating and Air Conditioning can install a new furnace to meet your needs, or Kevin can service your existing furnace. A proud member of the Decatur community for decades, Kevin is a trusted repairman and installer of new furnaces. Call McIntyre Heating and Air Conditioning. 
Soul Pig Barbecue on 2nd Street in Decatur, across from the courthouse, features traditional and not-so-traditional barbecue, brisket, smoked meats, pulled pork, wings, burgers, soul food, steaks, fish, seafood, and a full bar service. Bring the spouse and the young ones to Soul Pig and enjoy the family side or dine on the bar side. Large portions ensure no one will go home hungry after a Soul Pig meal. Follow Soul Pig on Facebook for the daily weekend and entertainment specials. Town & Country Auctioneers has teamed up with Shaw Real Estate to offer you the most comprehensive auction and real estate services in the area. Whatever real estate or personal property you're buying or selling, we have you covered. We provide our customers with the utmost care in handling you or your loved one's property. You can contact Mitzi Gardner or myself, Corbin Boltzmeyer, at 260-724-8899 to walk with you every step of the way throughout the process. Town & Country is at 211 North 13th Street, Decatur, Indiana. Welcome back to uh, Adam Central High School. Rex Burr along with Dane Filling as the uh, the little elementary guys uh, match has just finished. And I tell you what, Dane, there's some pretty close matches there. It went back and forth. I think it was pretty much even between Adam Central and Columbia City, depending on uh, how you look at it. But uh, good matches there. We're about ready to start five junior varsity matches. And looking at this varsity lineup here, Dane, uh, there's a f couple of good matches here. Uh, Columbia City does have one forfeit in lineup, a 165 pounds. And that's where we'll be starting off. So Adam Central will take a six-point lead right out of the gates here. Yeah, it looks like they – did you have one of your JV matches crossed out there at 190? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess we only have four, unfortunately. But uh, how, how cool was it on uh, – it was great for Belmont on Tuesday as Snyder came in and, and Coach Sean Farrell, he got every single JV match, JV wrestler on the, on the roster a match on – on Tuesday. That yeah, was great 11. For, 11 for, for radio, too. 11 junior varsity matches, uh, which tells you that uh, Belmont doesn't have a lot of depth down low, but they got some good depth up top. And uh, Snyder has, uh, Brian told us, 50 on Sunday night mm -hmm. in, uh, in their room. So I know Coach Culp has already sort of lamented how young his team is and not really competitive on where Columbia City wants to be long term. But you know what? It, for most programs, we take for granted what Belmont and Adam Central accomplished year after year after year. For most programs in the state, it is cyclical. I mean, you you have to you have to have your up years and your down years, and then when your good guys graduate, you got to let those young guys gain some momentum and take their lumps and and improve year after year. You know, it's not as simple as it seems. Coach Ferrot. BJ Farrow is the one who always talks about it. People think we just win because we walk out there with a B on our chest, and it is not that easy. So things like this, watching the little kids go, you don't realize if you're just – maybe you're a high school wrestling fan, but you don't have a kid who wrestles or never had a kid who wrestles, and you don't realize just how many people are involved in this, and it's a 12-year cycle. You start kids when they're preschoolers or kindergartners, and 10% of them – make it to the high school wrestling team and 10% of them make it to, you know, regional as a, as a varsity wrestler. And it, it, it takes a lot of work and a lot of people and a lot of time to develop kids to the level of where high school wrestling is today. I was sitting there with the law firm on Tuesday night with Bill Schultz and Bill always, you know, he's, he's so humble, you know, he was no good. He'll tell you, he'd be the first one to tell you he was no good and nobody back then was any good. And he was just lucky that he had a chance and he was big and strong. And he talks all the time about how, you know, the, the, the level of wrestling now 
is incredible. And you, you can't just pick it up one day in November and, and work your way into it. There's so much technique and so many situations now that you never used to have. And you have to know how to react in all of them. It has to become muscle memory, not just I saw this once on a video where the coach showed me one time. I have to have done it 500 times. And uh, that's why you see so many little kids like this and their little tiny singlets getting ready and getting excited and wrestling every chance they can get. Now, one good thing that uh, Blaine Culp does have to lean on for the fact is uh, that Columbia City School District is one of the fastest growing in, in the area. You know, they built a great big multi-million dollar school up there and they're already full and they're already starting to add on to it. So, I mean, that, that school corporation is growing. So it's going to be the point where they're already, they 5A? In no, they're still 4A. But it, it reminds me the conversations that we had on uh, Media Day. Remember when we had the Media Day talk with, uh, with Coach Oberlin? And we were talking about getting ready and how many guys you had and Coach Oberlin's. We asked him, you know, do you have to go through the – I don't have to go through the halls. Yeah. I got so many kids that I don't, you know. And then yeah. we talked to, to the Cowan coaches. And, of course, they have the first day of practice, and then they have their two-week recruitment period. What did he say? There's 100 kids in their school? This 199, I think. 100, something like just that. Un, it's just under 200. Yeah. And, and, you know, if they're 50% boy, 50% boy, uh, girls, I think that's where you get the 100 kids. It's like you, you could build a wrestling team out of 100 boys and find them 14 weight classes. is not the easiest yeah, thing. No, it is not. You know, look at, you know, Belmont's a small 2A, a small 3A in football and stuff, and Adam Central's 1A, but still – um, it's not easy to fill 14 weight classes. Now, Rex, as a former official, I still think that you, you grimace a little bit when you see long flowing hair like this just <laughs> flowing out. We've got facial hair on the chin of one and down to the uh, scapula on the other. But it's a new day in high school wrestling. Yeah, you told, like you told me, it's 2023, Rex. Get over it. Get over it. You know, the, the young man wrestling, he's, he's wrestling for itty. Because the C is covered up. It's not city <laughs> on the back. I asked uh, Trevor Curry, who had long hair during football, and I said, uh, what, what caused you to get it? I said, just rolling around and getting it tangled up and stuff. And uh, just uh, interesting. But uh, a lot of more conversation to come up here as we start our first junior varsity match, uh, one of the first of four matches here. Let's send it back to the studio to Steve Rouse running the board for us. Back with more pre-match conversation on WZBD. Wygand Construction in Fort Wayne is building landmarks that impact the lives and communities we serve. At Wygand, we believe that our most important responsibility as a building contractor and construction company is to stand by our commitments to our clients and to our community. That's why we believe in supporting high school athletics, where our local teenagers show their commitments to their teammates, their coaches, their schools, and their communities. Wygand Construction. Trust. Well built. Quality dentistry for people of all ages. That's what you'll find at Decatur Dental Services. This is Dr. Taylor Trevere at Decatur Dental Services. We provide a wide range of dental treatment, including preventative, cosmetic, restorative, and reconstructive dentistry. Located at the corner of 224 East and Pickway Road in Decatur, we offer convenient office hours, Monday through Thursday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Friday, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. For more information about our practice, please find us on Facebook or visit our website at decaturdentalin.com. DeVos, Baker, Ainsworth, and Razzo offers comprehensive family law representation from Luke Ainsworth and Ann Razzo. These attorneys combine strong advocacy with compassionate service to clients. 
and Razo also offers domestic relations mediation services. Mediation provides an alternative way to resolve conflicts and can help reduce some of the tension and stress in family law issues. Contact our office to learn more about mediation and family law services available. Rising costs of gas and food putting a strain on your budget? Is your paycheck stretched a little thin? Home and auto insurance rates are on the rise. Maybe it's time to shop around for a lower rate. Give Nick Rumschwag State Farm a call at 260-724-6010 and see if we can save you a few bucks. Don't have time to call? That's okay. You can get a quote 24 hours a day at nickrumschwag.com. You could even stop in our office on North 13th Street in Decatur. When you need building materials, you need Arnold Lumber, 425 Winchester Street Indicator, featuring lumber in a wide choice of sizes, plus doors, windows, roofing, and more. Whether it's a complete new home or remodeling, a new deck or deck repair, a new kitchen or a kitchen update, whether it's an erected or materials-only garage or pull barn package featuring quality metal, free professional designs and estimates, Arnold Lumber provides it all. Open 7 to 5, Monday through Thursday, till 4.30 on Friday and 11.30 on Saturday. Hi everybody, this is Steve Fiesel in beautiful Bluffton, Indiana, the home of Velocity Motors. Winter doldrums getting you down. Tired of going out seeing if old Betsy was going to start for you this morning? Velocity Motors has your answer. Stop in and see us for your next ride. Since 2009, Velocity Motors has been helping folks with their next car. Credit your issue? Velocity Motors has financing options for almost everyone. Come to Velocity Motors where you're always greeted with a smile and treated with respect. Welcome back to Adams Central High School. Rex Brew along with Dane Filling as we're getting ready for the Columbia City versus Adams Central match tonight. Our first junior high, uh, junior varsity match, junior high. Had elementary wrestlers on the mat earlier. But uh, we're wrestling the junior varsity matches right now. Let's see if Phil's got those guys loaded in here on their track page. Well, I know that this is Lucas Rumpel. And he's wrestling Ashton Steele. And right now the score is 7 to nothing with Steele in the lead. Thanks for showing me this little tip, Dane. Now, how many, how many guys run full-blown track for the dual uh, mates? Just Adam Central? It's more and more. Um, it's really good to have for after the match because you get the full scorebook and all of those types of things. So it's so when you're writing articles, it really, pays off. Yeah, absolutely, because you know you used to spend so much of your time writing things down because you can't store it all in your memory. Um, and now you, you pay a lot more attention to, to what you're seeing. But uh, Well, I really enjoy track wrestling during the team state finals. Because you go to track wrestling and team state finals are on there. They're in four different locations in four different places in the state. And I can look at all, all the matches. And I can see them all. So we'd like to thank Pat Culp for, uh, for uh, doing all that and put, help pulling that together. Hey, you know what? She'd be a great person to have on as a guest <laughs> on our show. Make sure you join us on uh, Sunday for our show at 7 o'clock. We are going to reveal class by class the remaining teams. And Rex, probably I think I'm within my rights to say this. We have a big announcement as uh, the Coaches Association has voted because of just an insanely odd situation with the 3A field and some of the things that happened, some injuries, some transfers. Uh, there was a lot of talk from wrestling fans and from coaches and some of the teams that weren't in that DeKalb and Snyder didn't deserve 
their spot and that they should be kicked out because they're not good enough and there's other teams who are better than them. And that might be true to some extent. DeKalb did not look very good this weekend, and they've got a lot of injuries. And Snyder lost VZ and Ocampo and uh, Ocampos. They they aren't as good as they thought they were going to be, but they honestly they wrestled pretty well. They have some solid kids. And don't forget, they just started their season on Saturday. Yeah. The Coaches Association has agreed to expand the 3A field from eight teams to 12 teams. Really now? Um, there was some worry that the, uh, one of the highly competitive teams was going to get left out. And um, it certainly helps that one of the teams that's trying to get in is the host. But uh, in the end, Coach Tante of Franklin told the committee, listen, we have the facilities, we have the mats, we can make 12 teams work. That's that two mats, just two more mats, right? Uh, because they're hosting some elementary things on Sunday. But uh, in the end, we're going to end up having 12 teams in 3A and 2A and 1A. And uh, we'll still have just eight teams in 4A, but obviously 4A is a whole different animal because we know there are only three teams competing for that title. But uh, So we're going to have two teams to name in 4A on Sunday. We're going to name six teams. Really? For the uh, Team State 3A, and then we'll have two more teams in, to add in 2A and two more in 1A. One thing I do need to ask, on January 1st, do I need to clean the basement? Do we have the filling family coming with you? We're going we're gonna to uh, populate our basement? I don't know. Basement? It'll probably just be my wife and uh, the judge. <laughs> the judge. I assume. They'll the, do a lot of clapping. The judge has the invite already, so uh, I'll make sure that there's a um, there's plenty of uh, what, what color those cans, white and blue. Yes. White need white and blue cans in the basement. Yep. So our first junior varsity match, Lucas Rumpel was defeated by fall by Ashton Steele. And uh, Nick Smith was just a winner by fall uh, from Adam Central over Luke Conrad for, um, from Columbia City. And that's going to bring up Ethan Funk versus uh, Braylon Hicks at 190 pounds. Nope. Oh, they're doing 175 first. Go to Perry and Gavin Brown. Of, they got him out of order. They just didn't write him down. It doesn't look like Ethan Funk to me. <laughs> Wearing a nice pinstripe, gray pinstripes on a red background. Dakota Perry is one of the seniors on this Adams Central team. A nice takedown there. Nice little crowd developing here at the hangar. We're certainly excited to. Did you use deodorant tonight, Dane? There's yeah. nobody on this side of the crowd. Everybody's on the other side. I guess so. they can't pull the bleachers out <laughs> here at Adams Central, so everybody choosing to go in. That's a natural progression. A lot of alumni here for Adam Central in their home opener. I saw Logan Allman, Blake Hirely just a second ago. One more JV match after this one, and I assume we'll have a little bit of a warm-up period. And then as they're warming up, we'll bring you the provisional lineups. With that, let's take this opportunity to send it back to studio, play around the commercials, back with more pre-match commentary right after this on WZBD. Most of us take clean water for granted, but the plain truth is cities work hard to keep our waterways and stormwater sewers as clean as possible. In the field and around the neighborhood, you are the city's eyes. What you casually observe can make a difference. So if you see signs of trouble, including odd odors, unnatural water color, or signs of dumping or spills, please notify the city immediately. Be proactive. Choose to make a difference. Get more ideas on the web at DecaturIN.org. 
At Three Rivers Federal Credit Union, we're focused on empowering you to achieve financial wellness by offering the resources and support you need every step of the way. We're equally committed to bettering lives in our region through volunteerism, community funding and partnerships, college scholarships, and more. We give back to the people, places, and ideas that matter most to you. Learn more at threeriversfcu.org. Three Rivers is federally insured by the NCUA. Don Myers Plumbing and Heating and Burn is your American Standard home comfort dealer. American Standard has been in business for more than 100 years and welcomes Don Myers Plumbing and Heating of Burn as one of their independent dealers. Don Myers Plumbing and Heating and American Standard will provide your home or business with energy-efficient heating and cooling equipment, saving you money. Don Myers Plumbing, Heating and Cooling at the east edge of Burn on Adams County Road, triple zero, your American Standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Hey, do you know when and where we can recycle in Adams County? Well, I know you can recycle from 8 to 4 weekdays and Saturday 8 to noon at the transfer station next to Golden Meadows. Okay, where else? In Decatur, behind D&D Marathon on the east side of town on Thursdays, Mondays at Simon Manufacturing, 27 South in Burn, and in Monroe on the third Tuesday at the fairgrounds. Plus, you can always get the latest info at AdamsCountySWMD.com. Thanks. The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home is honored to serve the community we love and live in. Locally owned and operated by Ryan Hershey and Eric Zelt, we understand that each family we serve and each life lived tells a unique story. Our goal is to offer comfort, care, and dignity to all who entrust their loved ones to our care. We are proud to call Adams County our home and look forward to serving you for generations to come. For the past 90 years, Smith Brothers has built a solid reputation by providing quality furniture that lasts for generations. They continue to employ the best construction techniques and components available in the industry and offer frame and fabric styles to satisfy every taste from transitional to traditional and all stops between. Sitting is believing. Test one of their recliners to see how quality engineering makes them stand out from other leading manufacturers. Smith Brothers of Bern. Feel the difference quality makes. Tis the season to give and share at Best One in Monroe. Hi, it's Matt Brown, manager of Best One in Monroe with our December offer. Bring in a canned food donation for the Monroe United Methodist Food Pantry Drive to Best One and get up to $80 off your purchase of four new select Mastercraft, Corsa Trail, and Quest line of tires. This offer ends December 31st and is available only at Best One in Monroe. Restrictions apply. See store or bestoneinmonroe.com for complete details. And have a safe and blessed holiday season from all of us at Best One in Monroe. Welcome back to Adam Central High School. We are in our final junior varsity match here as uh, Ethan Funk is wrestling against Braylon Hicks, and Funk has scored a first takedown and has turned him a few times here. And uh, he's uh, going to have a 5 nothing lead here if he uh, manages to not get the fall here with the last 52 seconds left to go. His opponent Hicks is uh, bridging off the edge of the mat, and Jimmy's got three scored in his pocket, so to speak. It doesn't look like uh, Mr. Bloom is ready to wrestle tonight. He's got his uh, dude shoes on. Nope. Coach Curry told me we're going to hold him out for another night, and he's likely to get a couple matches on Saturday. Uh, they'll pick and choose. Did have a conversation after we sort of theorized. He said, absolutely, I'd love to wrestle New Haven again. And I think he feels like the pools are set in their favor in that no matter what, he thinks that crossover match will be against 
New Haven in a rematch, which would be great. Prairie Heights, a team that will help them with seeding with a win. Or Yorktown, a team who uh, is in contention for one of the two-way spots. So I think he sees all the way around a, a good opportunity for what I think should be three really competitive duels um, and then two duels that I think they should win automatically. You know, I don't know. Usually you're, you have rivalries versus schools that are close to you, but I, I think that M Central Prairie Heights might be as good a rivalry for teams that have some distance between them because they have a lot of history in the team state, you know, taking each other out in 1A team state year after year, back and forth. They've traded multiple years in some really big matches, you know, that decided who was team state champions. Yeah, and Adam Central is only one of four teams, I think, who's competed in every single team state, and so they've had a lot of opportunities, and it's certainly become a part of this program, an expectation, and I don't re even remember if Adam Central's ever not qualified automatically. I think they've always been an automatic qualifier, so the other teams are Penn and Perry and uh, Modern Day, and it's looking very likely that Penn is not going to get in. I think Modern Day may have enough, uh, but I think that's because some of those 4A teams, and this may result in a change going forward, some of those 4A teams just don't see the point of signing up for a tournament where they're going to have to compete with those three monster schools. Yeah. And they would rather just find something else that, that fits there. And that is something that the Coaches Association is going to have to address because those three teams are dominating the sport right now. And... Um, it, it, it's creating some unforeseen things that you wouldn't have imagined 10, 12 years ago. To think that Modern Day wouldn't be able to compete against three teams year in and year out, but that's kind of where we are. So another highlight for Adam Central, and this is the one, basically the one event for Adam Central this year that we did not plan on covering. That's the Lafayette-Jeff duels that they are going to this year. That's at the same time as Mishawaka and the Girls Regional. And uh, not something that, that we're going to cover, but there are some pretty good teams that are involved there. One of them is Faith Christian. And right now, I think Faith Christian is the favorite to take that 12th and final spot. I think South Adams is a shoe-in in 1A. But Faith Christian, a team that's really um, a program that's grown over the last couple of years, have some very impressive results so far this season, and I think they may end up getting in. So a great opportunity for Adam Central to wrestle another one of those teams who's involved in 1A team state. There's some great individuals from Kokomo. Uh, there's some Lafayette area schools, Lafayette Jeff, LCC. McConaughey is also there, and so is New Prairie. So New Prairie is a 2A team. Uh, so a good mix of big schools, small schools, schools from Adam Central's semi-state. And uh, I think it's going to be a, a, a good day for them. I believe that's a two-day 10 dual event on the 28th and the 29th. We will have the uh, High School Wrestling Weekly on the morning of the 29th live from the Al Smith and then on the 30th we will have girls regional coverage and hopefully the finals, the placement rounds at least of the Al Smith. Uh, I'll be there, you'll be down at Jay County and uh, well, I think the rule is you have to get some Belmont wrestlers into the placement rounds, or you're not going to cover it. Oh well, right? that's true. But uh, I think we should end up with two undefeated wrestlers. We don't want to jinx them or anything, uh, and a couple of wrestlers with one loss that should get some decent seeds. And uh, but you know, Crown Point, 
Crown Point's there and Center Grove's there. So they could they could win that tournament with their B team. And that's not a joke. Sean Froat and I were talking about it today. Uh, right now, Crown Point has a state qualifier on the JV, JV team who's not good enough to crack their lineup. So, Last year, state qualifier. Yes, state qualifier last year. Who was JV last year until somebody got hurt, and then he took the spot, qualified for state, and now he's back on the bench. Interesting. The uh, Both teams have made their way to the uh, mat. Eight minutes on the scoreboard as we are winding down as they get their warm-ups in, come back with the... Uh, Lineups, we're listening to high school wrestling pre-match conversation right here on WZBD. Nine miles from Monmouth and nine miles from Fort Wayne, situated on 27 just south of 469, sits Nine Mile Restaurant, your home for great meals since 1837. Providing home-cooked meals to travelers between Decatur and Fort Wayne for over 180 years, Nine Mile has stood the test of time as an institution on the southern edge of Allen County. With seating on the family side, the bar side, and outdoors, there's always a reason to stop and have a meal. Nine Mile also has a full-service bar and a professional service that can cater your next event or party. The next time you're on your way to or from Fort Wayne, stop in. You've gone the distance. Welcome to Nine Mile. No matter your age, health and life insurance can be confusing and overwhelming. This is Derek Bailey with Bixler Insurance. Whether you are currently on Medicare or will soon be qualifying for Medicare, we have the products and expertise to meet your needs. Under age 65 and looking for health coverage? Interested in protecting your family from an unexpected loss with a life insurance policy? We can discuss options to assure your peace of mind. Call Bixler Insurance today to schedule your free appointment. Every child has the right to the financial support from both parents, regardless of whether the parents are married, live together, or live separately. Please call the Adams County Prosecutor's Office if you need help with establishing paternity, obtaining a child support order, or enforcing of a child support order. In some cases, failure to pay child support can result in criminal charges. The Adams County Prosecutor's Office will diligently and aggressively pursue the collection of support from those who try to avoid this responsibility. There is no cost to get the help of the Prosecutor's Office. If you need help, give the office a call today at 724-5362 or visit adamscountyprosecutor.com. When it comes to your home, there are things the handyman in you wants to do. And then there's things that should be left to the experts. When it comes to seamless gutters, there's only one choice in our area, and that's SureFlow Seamless Gutters Indicator. Tired of gutters that leak at every seam and every downspout? Call the guys at SureFlow. Putting on a new metal roof and want your gutters to do the job they're meant to do? Call SureFlow. Find them online at SeamlessGutters.net or give them a call. SureFlow Gutters. 260-888-5062. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians, and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 21 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. It's a new patient center appointment scheduling service from Adams Medical Group Providers with one convenient toll-free call to 1-833-724-DOCS. You can make same-day, next-day, or telemedicine appointments with your doctor or available health professional. One number reaches all the health providers in the Adams Health Network. One convenient central number for appointments and quick care. 1-833-724-DOCS. Another groundbreaking service from Adams Memorial Hospital. Dane Pilling. Dane has stepped away to go get some uh, dinner for this uh, wrestling broadcast crew. 
Tonight's match will start out at 165 pounds where Matt Heiser from Adam Central will receive a forfeit. So they'll start off six points ahead. At 175, it'll be Max Carr versus Jace Pettigrew. Then we move to 190 pounds. It'll be Trevor Curry. TC will be wrestling against Caleb Rust. And at 215, it's Wyatt McAfee wrestling against uh, Itzik Simmons. Heavyweight will be Gavin Rumpel for Adam Central with uh, Mr. Worm still out on the injury list. And he'll be wrestling against Vincent Park of Columbia City. As we wrap around to the 106-pound match, it'll be Miles Carr is wrestling against Ian Byerly, or Ian Beery, I'm sorry. At 113, it's Kale Beer, and he's wrestling against Isaac Driver. At 120 pounds, for Adam Central will be Jackson at Bingham, and he will be wrestling against Phoenix Stoltz. At 126 pounds, it'll be Dylan Ogg versus Dale Cassidy. At 132, it'll be Brayson Shortgun versus Tanner Ellis. At 138, it'll be Maverick Duball. And he'll be wrestling against Devin Meineke. At 144, it's Xander Schwartz. And he'll be wrestling against R.J. Ferris from Columbus City. 150 pounds, it'll be Max Byerly wrestling against Aero Molinex. And at 175, uh, 157, it'll be Jarrett Smith wrestling against Eli Patrick in the final match of the night. As we look at other matches that uh, happened this week. Oh. Looks like track wrestling has slowed down for me. I'm going to go to that for some information. Once again, there's uh, 3 minutes 15 seconds left on the clock, so let's send it back to the studio for another round of commercials. And when we get back, we'll be ready for the lineups, and this match will get underway. You listen to High School Wrestling on WZBD. The holidays are here, and the perfect tech gift you've been looking for can be found on our showroom floor. Hi, this is Tina with Innovative Concepts Audio Video. From Denon noise-canceling headphones to Yamaha soundbars, Klipsch bookcase speakers to Samsung frame TVs, there is no gift too big or small that won't be loved by all. This holiday season, Dash and Innovative Concepts for all your technology needs. Located at 1421 Manchester Street Indicator, we bring technology to you. The chill has arrived with a cool cash instant rebate of up to $1,550 on your complete carrier system or special financing up to 72 months from Masters Heating and Cooling. Turn to the experts with a 10-year parts and 3-year labor warranty standard on every job and their apples to apples price match guarantee. The chill is no problem with a cool cash rebate from Masters online at mastersheatcool.com. Select our insurance companies the same way you do, very carefully. When you work with us, you can count on receiving fast, courteous, and professional service and quality protection through Auto Owners Insurance. For a no-problem approach for your life, home, car, and business insurance needs, ask us about the no-problem company, Auto Owners Insurance. See Toby, Mark, Kyle, or Barb at Graber Insurance with offices on Highway 27 North and Burn and 623 West Monroe Street in Decatur. You may not know it, but Hitzer Patio and Fireplace is the perfect gift center for most everyone on your gift list. Big green egg grills, gift certificates, tabletop pellet grills, Pelican premium coolers, cast iron kettles and Dutch oven. Unique gift ideas for special people on your gift list. 
Hitzer, 269 East Main Street in Bern. Merry Christmas from Hitzer! Dave Nathan from the Z-Team here for the All-American Gas Stations in Monroe, Hoagland, Monroeville, Ossian, and throughout Z-Land, and it's happening again. The All-American stores not only give to countless charities, but they're also supporters of local high school athletics here on ZBD. The next time you need gas or a quick snack, stop in for a cold fountain pop, an energy drink, or a hot meal. From Monster Energy Drinks to Snickers Bars, from smoothies to a hot meal on the go, it's all at your local All-American stores. Check out the All-American Stores official Facebook page for more details and sales. The All-American Stores, hometown owners, hometown staff, your home hometown team. Adams County, this is Kim Baker, Kelly Automotive Group of Decatur, Indiana, coming to you with a career spotlight. We have positions open in our service facility for technicians. All levels of technicians are needed, whether you're an A-Tech, B-Tech, C-Tech, or just a quick loop. We have positions and growth within the company. We need you. Aspiring technicians, please go to our website, www.drivekelly.com. Under the careers tab, look for the service technician for Decatur, or please stop by 1313 South 13th Street in beautiful Decatur, Indiana. I read the uh, starting lineups as we get ready. As the uh, flags have been lowered here, we're going to have the team captains work there uh, for the coin toss with uh, Jim Bopp, and then we'll take it back to Studer for a quick message while they uh, play the national anthem here. Looks like Adam Central won the toss and has choice to receive, defend this goal. Columbia City will kick off. <laughs> Would you please rise? Woo! That with wasn't that, us. With that, let's send it back to studio for a round of commercials. I play National Anthem back with more wrestling on WZBD. Timmy Takedown Tree Service on US 224, three miles east of Decatur, has firewood for sale. $30 a scoop, $75 for a six-foot bed, $85 for an eight-foot bed. Timmy Takedown Tree Service can give you a free estimate on removing storm-damaged trees, grinding stumps, or trimming trees. Call 728-9120 and talk with Jake to set up an appointment. Timmy Takedown Tree Service has been in the area's best and most trusted tree service for 50 years. Stop out or call today. Expert Transmission on US 224 in Decatur and on US 124 in Bluffton is the place to go for not only transmission help, but also full service general auto and truck repair. Matt, Corey, and Tyler at Expert Transmission are experienced in ASC certified mechanics who can diagnose and fix your family or work vehicle. Call Steve or Dustin soon to set up an appointment. Expert Transmission has the best warranty in the business. Five years and 100,000 miles on a new transmission and can give you a free estimate. Call today at 724-2434 or like Expert Transmission on Facebook. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur. When you're doing new construction or remodeling and you need drywall, the name to call is Paul Baker Drywall. Paul Baker Drywall does championship caliber work and gives you free estimates. Paul uses all the latest styles for your approval and his work is always guaranteed. Give Paul a call today at 701-4388. That's 701-4388. When it's time for drywall, use the best Paul Baker Drywall. Welcome back to Am Central High School as the face-off uh, has started. Rex Brewer along with Dane Filling for nice action between the uh, Flying Eagles versus the Flying Jets. 
Rex, you'll uh, be interested to see. I saw a uh, Rex and Dane shirt over at the uh, hot dog stand supporting us. How's that? Last year's? No, this year's. Who had that on? Mr. Hershey. Oh, Mr. Hershey. One of our, our major sponsors. He's got his own name on it, I guess. He bought, he bought a big bag of them. This should be a good duel. I'm excited about this one. We've done this one. I think this is the fourth year in a row. Went up there last year with the judge, and uh, it was a fun one, but it's nice to be here at Adam Central, as we said earlier in the pre-match. A great venue for high school wrestling, and uh, should be some good ones. And We struggled last week on Saturday morning because we don't know a lot of these kids' faces Yeah, <laughs> because we haven't seen them. Well, you football, know, they got helmets on, they got the name on the back of the jersey. You know, I, 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 was, I saw Adam Central wrestle twice last year as middle schoolers, but I don't pay enough attention. So uh, our talented photographer, Kristen Carr, was there on Tuesday. She sent me some pictures, and I, I looked at him. I thought, I'm not sure I know who that kid is. <laughs> so it's always good to learn names and to, and to get them right. And uh, as you broadcast, you, you come to find out, you learn what kids are capable of and what their tendencies are and what they're going to go to next. And you kind of develop that rhythm. You know after he hits this takedown, the legs are going to go in and we're going to go riding for a while. And uh, those are the fun things as you get to broadcast the same kids over and over again. So, Dane, with the uh, popularity of that little wrestling show that we have, uh, we have created new shirts this year. We had the... We had the uh, catalog opened up, and uh, we sold about 30 pieces of gear. I own half of those pieces of gear myself. We're, we'll open up that catalog once again later on in the uh, season to get uh, more of our faces out there. But uh, first match is over with Matt Heiser retrieving forfeit. Now it's 175. It's uh, Jace Pettigrew from Columbia City versus Max Carr, and we're underway here. It's Carr's in a nice double leg, picks up, gets the double leg, goes right into the leg, hooks the leg, running a Turk series. Now he's going to come up, try and facelift his opponent to his back. And he has and takes him over, has him on his back. Spedigrew is trying to bridge through. He has him on the edge of the mat. And he's going to work his way off his back. <coughs> Max Carr gets a three, uh, two near fall. <coughs> takes a 4-0 lead and a 4-1 as he cuts the escape. Nice uh, double leg by Carr. Comes up, keeps the leg, trying to work his way up. Looking for a little head hunting here. Now he has the uh, takedown. That's a 6-1 score here with about a minute 10 left to go. Keep looking up in the wall, Dane, and the, the big clock's not on. It's the little clock here tonight. Pettigrew trying to hit an inside switch, turn into him. It's right in front of us, Rex. <laughs> I keep looking right past it. It's like, oh, there it is. 57 seconds left to go on this clock. A little bow and arrow cradle as uh, Carr locks up a side cradle on Pettigrew. He's going to see if he can just bulldoze him right on over. He got 45 seconds to get some near fall here. Carr has him on his back. Jimmy's counting the near fall. 36 seconds left to go. Jimmy's looking at that back shoulder over there. Let's see if he's going to make the call with 30 seconds left to go. As he changes off. The other shoulder's up now, and there's the fall. So in a minute, 35 is your fall time. Your fall winner, giving six points to the Jets, makes a 12-0. It's Max Carr, your winner over Pettigrew. That'll be up. TC, Trevor Curry at 190. And he's wrestling Caleb Rust. Curry, a senior now. 
hard to believe. We remember how good he was as a freshman and down at those lower weights with his brother. Always a little bit bigger than his brother. Nice little high crotch there. Has a single locked up. He turns it into a side cradle and immediately dumps Rust over 18 seconds. Woo! That was quick. I shouldn't have took that last bite of and hot it dog, was, game. It was <laughs> deliberate. Well, I'll tell you what. 18 seconds is enough. You take this next one. I'll finish eating this hot dog here. That works for me. <laughs> That'll take us directly to 215 pounds. Wyatt McAfee. And he is wrestling Isaac Siemens. And underway we are. I barely had enough time to write all that down. <laughs> Good thing Phil's got track up for you. Siemens sporting a little bit of tape on his left forearm. McAfee, black shoes, black socks. Wearing the nearly all gray singlet. A little snap down there. Front headlock series. Got the hand underneath the chin. Grabbing the left arm. Pushes Siemens away. Siemens with a little deceptive move there towards the leg. But nothing there. Again, McAfee. Front headlock with the right arm. Underhook. Siemens gets back to his feet. They're on the edge of the mat. Bop tells him to get back in the middle. McAfee breaks away. One minute passed here at 2.15. Adam Central leads 12 to nothing in the team score. There will not be a Zach Worm sighting at 2.85. Instead, it's going to be Gavin Rumpel. Nice little shot there by McAfee, but a nice job of using the wizard there by Siemens. It's a big, strong kid. I don't know. Pull open our... Uh, just a sophomore, Rex. Siemens for Columbia City. I couldn't have grew that beard that, that long if I started <laughs> when I was at birth to get it. McAfee still working. Find the right combination to take his shot. Siemens slides by with one wrist in hand. He tries a single leg. Mac <coughs> McAfee sprawls. Spins, gets the opening takedown. Just Five seconds left. Just six seconds to spare when he gets that takedown. Speaking of our talented photographer, Kristen is across the way taking pictures, contributing to WZBD.com. And I on saw Tuesday, your, I saw your other photographer taking pictures the other night, too. I am the third most talented photographer on our broadcast crew. How many, actually, how many you got? Actually, Jeremy Brown, may <laughs> he may be better than I am, too, so I may be fourth best. Um, yes, Chris Everett was back. Of course, we talked earlier in the season about uh, major surgery for her and something that she's taken a long time to recover from. She's not fully back to work. McAfee gets the uh, reversal after choosing down to start the second period. Great to see Chris back. She is so excited to get back into picture-taking shape. I saw her big, her big brother was down there on a, right with her on the mat. It's actually her hand that is requiring the most uh, therapy and her picture-taking <coughs> hand. So um, hopefully we will see her back more and more. She's going to do one event a week here for the next month. McAfee looking for a nearside cradle there. He breaks it. And instead, it's Siemens who gets out and faces. McAfee now in good position to... To hold on to it. Minute six left. 
Coach Curry here on the corner of the mat. Oh, and now McAfee's got him turned. Right as I was looking at Coach Curry. There it is. It's a fall in three minutes and three seconds. This is all Wyatt McAfee needs. Adam Central takes an 18 to nothing lead. Takes a heavyweight. Take a 24 to nothing lead. Oh, yeah. I forgot to write it down. Got to bring up our heavyweight. Vincent Park versus Gavin Rumple. Gavin Rumpel was quizzing me a little before the match out there. He said, so was you a wrestler in high school? I said, yes, I was. He said, was you pretty good? And I was like, I think I was. Rumpel's going to have his work cut out for him here because Park is a pretty decent wrestler. Saw some good things from him this weekend. Now, does he wrestle his sister at home too? Isn't she I don't one? know. Maybe. Isn't she, isn't she one of the heavyweight for Rex, I don't know City? if this one's going to make it out of the first period. Somebody's going to go fly in here real quick. There's a coming together of heads there. Yeah, a little head, but a little throw by by Park. Gets behind Rumpel. Rumpel's not been taken down yet. Steps out, drops down. Park gets the takedowns. He drops down a single leg. A couple of uh, pretty evenly matched sized heavyweights. Uh, short, very stocky, powerful heavyweights. As uh, Rumpel's trying to work his way up to his base. Minute 26 left to go here. Period number one as Park tries to run a. Uh, Run a wrist roll and a tight waist. Not a lot of action here. Right him dead behind the hips. As uh, Park looks like he might turn, tip him one way or the other. Not a lot of action there. Jimmy's in there talking in her ear. Telling him he got to do something as uh, Rumpel's flattened out his belly. Now Park puts an arm up on his back. He's got a hammer lock there. See if he's going to work something. He just works a tilt off of it. Park pulls that outside shoulder. Uses that tilt arm. That hammer lock as a... Uh, Rumpel gives a, gets a one count, but uh, doesn't give up any near fall off that. Park now has the legs in. He's riding one leg on the left side. Rumpel with about 38 seconds left to go. Tries to come up. And Park runs a chicken wing and a far bar. He's going to come off that leg and try and run him. He's got 30 seconds left to turn him here. He's going to change sides and run a near side half and a far side chicken wing, which is an odd combination, especially run on heavyweights. They're a little bit tighter. Got a warning, top man stalling, and that is Mr. Park as he uh, is warned for stalling, and well, they stop the action. We saw Jim wasn't afraid to call stalling on Tuesday. Almost DQ'd uh, Gavin Davis's Kevon Russell. And you knew he was going to get it when he meandered his way back and he wasn't to the 10-foot circle, and Jim says, that's not fast enough. <laughs> Hit him, and it started. He got he almost DQ'd him. Like I said, he had his, a two-point uh, stalling, and that's part so he gave him five points for his 12 points that he haven't had. So Park running a double wrist roll here with eight seconds left to go. As he's going to finish period number one with a 2-0 lead over Gavin Rumpel. It's a good thing I didn't bet you these two quarters in my pocket <laughs> that this match was going to make it out of the, not make it out of the first period because it did. Choice goes to Rumpel. He defers. Park takes a down position. I think that uh, Coach Curry is going to be happy to get uh, Mr. Bloom back in the lineup at, at 215. He can get uh, Worm healthy. As uh, Park comes up to his feet, gets escape, he now leads this thing 3-0. But you know what? When it comes down to it, you, you try to encourage. We always talk about numbers. You try to encourage kids to come out. This is a great experience for Rumpel. He's in the varsity lineup in front of the home crowd fellow students, family, you know, it's, it's good to see kids 
get a varsity match here and there. As they get run out of bounds, Jimmy brings them back to the center. As Park's trying to work an underhook with a minute 39 left to go in period number two. Rumpel's trying to pummel in a good side position. Park hits a little throw by, goes by. Johnson's Auto Sales at the corner of 13th and Adams Street in Decatur where you always drive quality at a better price is proud to be a wrestling booster. Bought my last a new car from them off them last week, Dane. A newer car, a different car, my wife. Nice little knee pull picked up by Park. And Rumpel throws a whizzer in, but Park's able to limp arm out of it, get the takedown. So 5 zeros our score with Park in the lead here from Columbus City. We're at heavyweight. We're going to wrap around as we start at 165. We'll wrap around, and next match we'll bring up uh, Miles Carr versus Ian Beery. Park walks his way around with that bundle, just takes a cross face and bundles him up. Jimmy's looking at that outside shoulder. Jimmy gets one one side to the other, and there's the fall. Three minutes and 14 seconds, right? Yep, that'll take us to 106. And Miles Carr. Ian Barry from Columbia City, Miles Carr. Miles much improved from where he was a year ago and showing signs of really being a kid who Adam Central can think about advancing deep into brackets and deep into the state tournament. Nice double leg there by Carr. Got his head stuck in the middle. He got it out, and he's got the opening takedown. Reaches across for the far elbow. Barry tries to spin out. He grabs the head of Carr, but as he's doing it, Carr wraps up a cradle. And Miles is quick and active on the mat right now. 30 seconds in, he's got a 2-0 lead. Did not gain any near fall on that move but certainly negated the move that Barry had. Whew, these two are after it. It's quite a contrast from what we saw at 285. I thought Barry is going to have an escape, but the cars that were rolling back inbounds when Jimmy blew the whistle. Back underway here. Minute 15 left. Barry gets to his feet. Carr lifts him up, takes him back down. Barry right back to his feet. Carr drapes himself over Barry, tries to set up the cradle. Barry catches a leg. Carr's still in position to finish that cradle if he can clear that leg, and he does. He jumps back over Barry to the near side. He's going to try to take him over the traditional way. Needs, Barry. Do, needs to do the Steve, Steve Carter helicopter cradle. And boom, he goes over the other way. And now he's in a half a situation where he might be able to swing around to the other side and put it in a half. He stays on that side. There's no near fall scored. Barry gets up to his feet. We'll tripod position here. Another <laughs> cradle attempted by Carr. That one was not the best executed. There's 15 seconds left. He still has a leg. Barry gets that leg out, and he gets a reversal, and it's 2-2. Two two. There's a lot of action here real quick. Five seconds left. Tries to sit out. Carr does. And Columbia City will defer. 2-2 is the score. 24-6 is the team score. 
After a heavyweight match, Columbia City finally got on the board after Adam Central rattled off some wins up there. Up next at 113 will be Isaac Driver, Kale Beer. One of that members of that nice freshman class for Adam Central. Carr tries to get to his feet to start the second period. This bout is tied 2-2. Two to two. Miles reaches underneath. Tries to put his arm between the legs of his opponent. Barry doing a nice job of staying behind and in control. Barry pushing on the head of Carr. Reaches for an ankle now. Carr trying to free his ankle from that ride. Barry repositions himself. They're on the edge of the mat in front of the Adam Central bench. Carr still trying to free himself. Gets up halfway to his feet and a chin drop there by Barry. But Carr reacts for a moment at least and now Carr's in trouble as that chin drop put him in a bad position. Carr flipping left, right, trying to find a way out, trying to get his hips back underneath him. But Barry has plenty of leverage. He's going to score three near fall at the least. There's 45 seconds left. It's turning into a full headlock now. It's tight. Barry takes a look at the clock all the way on the other side of the mat. Carr still fighting. 30 seconds left. Carr is on his back, bridging now. Trying to bridge away. There's a fall. Three minutes and 37 seconds as Ian Barry gets the fall. So that gives them another six points. So they've cut the difference in half now. 24-12 is the score. And that'll bring up our 113 pounders, Kale Beer of Adams Central. And he's going to wrestle against Isaac Driver. We are underway. Driver's a long, lanky drink of water here for a 113-pounder. Nice little tilt attempted by Beer. Beer drops down. Didn't penetrate on that. Front headlock run by Driver. As uh, Beer tries to come up to his feet. In this situation here, you either finish down there or back out. Spend a lot of time underneath there. If you're not used to working down there, you can uh, get in some real trouble. Stalemate called by Jimmy Bopp. Helped him out. And comes back up. No score here at 113 pounds. A minute 30 left to go here in period at number one. This wrestler is working outside the collar tie. Now they wrap up in the collar tie and push each other out of bounds. They'll come back to the center. Tap and go by Beer. Gets caught out front. The front headlock situation. Didn't penetrate on that tilt. He's got the arm locked up. So he can keep that arm hooked. He needs to back up out of there. Minute five left to go here. Period number one. No score as Jimmy calls a stalemate once again. We're back up to our feet. As uh, Driver drops down to a knee. Now Driver from his knees shoots a single leg. Gets caught with his head on the outside. First shot from Driver. They'll go back to center. Still in a neutral position with 53 seconds left to go. Both wrestlers kind of feeling their way in here. There's a shot by 
Driver doesn't penetrate. Beer's going to try to counter here. Hits a cross face, spins around, goes behind. Now he's got the cradle locked up on a side cradle. Has the leg hooked, and with that is a two-point takedown as uh, Driver gets taken down by Beer with the first takedown here. Took a bad shot, and uh, Beer caught him out front, turned that into a side cradle. Controls him, did not get any near fall off that cradle. He's riding him in a double wrist roll on top now. Putting some weight on him. They're over near the edge of the mat. Bop's looking for supporting appendages inbounds. Jim says nothing happening out there. Blows him out. Ten seconds left to go. Beer's going to be riding him in a top position here. Adjusts his headgear. Sit out. Tempted by Driver. Beer's going to catch him with a chin drop. No points there. Driver's going to try and roll. Hits a half Gramby there. Stands on his head. Nothing there. So Kale Beer is going to take a 2-0 lead into the second period over Driver. Driver takes the down position. Trails by two, does Driver. Beer climbs on, rides him from the left side. Sit out, turn in, tempted by Driver. Doesn't take his arm with him. Beer is able to control that arm. Now he's going to run a chicken wing on it. Driver trying to post off and stop him from running around. Now Beer's got a chicken wing with a far bar. Beautiful combination to, to turn people with. See if he can get that shoulder down. Keep that outside shoulder down and just run around it. As the drivers try not to go turn, but Beer has him up on his shoulder. He's near the near fall situation. Jim hasn't started counting yet, and now he's counted. So he's in a near fall situation. Gets a two-stroke out of that. Now Jim's getting a full count here as he's going to Jim doesn't get kicked in the head on the way by as a car switches off, a beer switches off to a reverse Nelson. Got the pressure down. Eight minute eight left to go. A lot of time here. Beer's driving down and Jimmy's looking pretty hard at it. Might be a shadow underneath there with the lights out. So just one big spotlight in the center here. His driver trying to fight off his back with 54 seconds left to go. Beer comes up. He's got both arms. Runs a Saturday night special here. Bundles those arms off. Driver doing a good job of fighting off his back here. As uh, Beers had him down the whole time. And uh, Driver's going to be able to work his way back to his base. Gives up three near fall. He's going to make the score five to two. And Mr. Driver chose down and it cost him three points as he could not escape. As uh, Beer was able to turn him. He's just going to put another power half on and run him over. He's got that shoulder down. He just crunches that good old school half Nelson. He runs him down. This is really tight. As, uh, see if Driver can get out of this. Nine seconds left to go. Beer couldn't pressure on. Has his weight too high. Needs to get his hips back. Put his chest on him. There's the fall with one second left. Call it three. Call it 359. Gives him another six points. It's 30 to 12 on Central. At 120 pounds, we'll have Jackson Bingham for the home Jets. And he'll be taking on Phoenix Stoltz. Round the outside, round the outside. Oh, sorry, I got caught up in it. Bingham, the freshman. Nice little single leg there, and uh, the flying Lewinda. I don't know what he was trying to do there. He kind of wrapped his legs around and left his feet. 
Bingham comes around, gets the takedown. <laughs> Bingham's about four or five inches shorter than Stoltz. Stoltz separates, and these two, Stoltz is bouncing. He tries, um, I don't know what that was, Rex, I've never seen that. He did a somersault, a forward somersault. He sticks out his foot. I don't know what we're watching. Have you ever seen this? Looks like MMA. He wants to give him that leg so he can try and counter him. That's exactly what he does. And it didn't work again. Went right to his back. And Bingham takes him down. Now, if you're a football coach, you take that one out of the playbook. <laughs> you take so, it. Let's throw that page away. So... He basically invited Bingham to shoot on the legs, and then as soon as he did, he wrapped both legs around Bingham before he could take him down and basically says, I'm going to go along for the ride. Let's see where we end up. And I think Coach Culp is just looking. Blaine has both hands in his pockets, shaking his head. It's like, <laughs> yeah, let's don't do that no more. <laughs> so it's 6-1 to one because there was two near falls scored on that. I'm going to ask Blaine after the match if they, if they drill that. I don't, I don't know what to say. If Margie Tebow's listening at home, we're going to try our best to, to, to tell you what's happening, but I, I couldn't describe it. Hey, Blaine, you drill that, <laughs> 16 seconds left here. Bingham. 6-1 lean. Got a wing in now. Trying to work it over. He's got one second left, though. Blaine says, I, I want to hear what you guys call that on the radio. And I said, we call it the flying squirrel. I apologize for my lack of commentary. I'm still in disbelief <laughs> at what I saw. <laughs> I want to see him go on his feet. I just want to see him do it again. He has, a, he has a method to his madness. He wants to spin around and try and take him to his back. But uh, okay. Bingham's have nothing of it. Bob doesn't like the restart here. He's got a caution on green. He called more cautions than Belmont Snyder match there and I've seen in years. Okay, here comes Stoltz. He's going to be the top man. Okay. We get a caution red, not on the belly button. We're playing it close to here the we best go. tonight, boys. Bingham gets to his feet. Stoltz immediately jumps on board. Kind of trying to put the legs in there. He's got a wing caught, but not by much. He nearly pinned himself there. Bob's going to call it, yeah, he's going to say it. That's going to be called for potentially dangerous. And he didn't let go of it, although he's kind of wrapped in. Okay, here we go again. Minute 43 left in the second period. Blaine's at a loss for words on commentary. He's like, I, I don't know what to say. We're going to get another caution. Jimmy's calling her tight tonight, boys and girls. Again, Bingham tries to stand up, and Stoltz puts the legs in. He needs to watch that arm. That's dangerous. Not really having the legs in. Stoltz is in trouble. Bingham tried to chin rip there for a second. He needs to watch his arm, though, because Stoltz has got a half Nelson in. Stoltz is the one to think he was in trouble. That's all. I guess. Bingham needs to watch his arm. He gets to his feet. Now he faces Stoltz. Stoltz still on a leg. 
Let's see how he can finish a single leg. He doesn't have much practice at it with that strategy he's got. Bingham gets a reversal as he finally gets around behind. Bingham's got a wrist underneath. He's got Stoltz on his belly. You know, Dane, there's guys you wrestle and say, that, they have a real funky style. <laughs> that is a funky is full style. full-on funk. <laughs> funk 49. Up next for Adam Central is going to be Dylan Ogg, another freshman. Jackson Bingham, 31 seconds left here in the second period. He leads 8-1. to one. Rex, I really want to see him get back to their feet. I'm, I'm rooting I'm rooting for Stoltz to get back and escape so I can see Bingham take him down again. But Bingham's got a wing in right now. 15 seconds left. He's getting near fall. He's got Stoltz over. We're on the very center of the mat. Seven seconds left. After this eight seconds, say, take top, take neutral, take neutral. Just yell it out. One second left. No fall. Time, time, time. Time, Jim. He gets a little tap on the foot. That's what happens when you use that track wrestling scoreboard. Take neutral, take neutral. Come on, take neutral, please. Yeah, we're talking. <laughs> we're going to get another shot at neutral here. Let's here we go. It's 11 to 1. Coach Curry, I don't know if he knows how to coach it. I want to see him do the somersault again. He did a full <coughs> somersault forward. There, that was a weak attempt. I think he's out of energy. He kind of just shot in at the He's used, all his used up all his secret moves. <laughs> so now Bingham with the takedown, it's 13 to 1. Now he can pin him, Rex. We just wanted to see it one more time. Minute 34 left. Are they worried about our court again? 13 to 1. Not much action happening here. Hey, Matt. Rex is providing electrical assistance to the home broadcasting crew here. I'm just waiting for sparks to fly. <laughs> We had extension cords plugged into extension cords. It's called daisy chaining them. Hopefully the fire department's not listening back at the station. It's legal. It's legit. But another wing put in by Bingham. And Stoltz is reaching the point of, I think, giving up here. Tapping out. He's tapping out. He's trying to fight it off. It's 13 to 1. He's got three <clears throat> near fall, and that will end it. 16 to 1, Jackson Bingham is your winner in one of the more exciting bouts of the night. If that's what you want to call it, it was interesting at best. Tech Fall gives them 35 points, so 35-12 is our score now. Winner with a major decision from Adam Central, Jackson Bingham. That's a Tech Fall, Mac. Dale Cassidy, he's a stocky young man here at 126 pounds as he's going to take Dylan Ogg on of the Jets. Og with the uh, height advantage over Cassidy. Cassidy wearing the face mask. Dana had a face mask back in the day. It broke my nose wrestling Eugene Grody and had to wear the face mask. And it, one, of the, one of the first versions of face masks when they were really hard to see out of. really hampers your vision and your breathing. But Cassidy in working the double arm as he pushes Og off the edge of the mat. 
Casper, a nice long single leg as it uh, comes up top. Nice wizard there by Aug. Aug trying to hit a throw on him. Gets his leg back out. Nice counter there by Aug. Doesn't give up anything. Cassidy. Working a collar tie. Tries to push into Aug a little bit. They're dead in the center of the mat here. A minute six left to go in period number one. These are 126 pounders here. Dylan Aug standing in the center of the mat. Waiting for Cassidy to come back to him. Chris controlled by both wrestlers. 47 seconds left to go. And Aug with a shot. Does not penetrate. He's out front trying to hit a tilt. Has uh, Cassidy on his hip. Didn't look like he was in, but a nice little tilt. Good leverage by the uh, young man from Adam Central as he's got the height advantage, and he used that leverage to tilt him on over. So Aug with your first takedown here. He leads 2-0 now with 23 seconds left to go. Cassie's trying to lock up, uh, trying to, I'm sorry, Aug trying to lock up a cradle. He's got the armor crossed, and he's behind the leg, but I don't think he's got the cross face in there. 10 seconds left to go here. Aug gets in a better position from behind. Cassidy kind of balled up. And Aug's going to take a 2-0 lead into the second period. Choice goes to Cassidy, and he takes the down position. I'm sorry, Aug with the down position choice. Nope, <laughs> they, they changed their mind. Aug was just sitting there, and Cassidy wanted in. So Cassidy starts in down position, trailing 2-0. Cassidy tries an inside switch. <laughs> Comes up to his feet, turns in, faces Aug. There's a one-point skate for Cassidy. <laughs> He's in on a shot. <laughs> As uh, Cassidy's got a front headlock locked up up there. Aug tries to sucker drag out of it. Aug comes up to his feet. Trying to hit that little tilt again. Pressure him over. And Aug with that leverage. Reaches back, grabs that arm. Cassidy trying to bail out over the top, and he's going to get caught with a half Nelson here. Augs locked, locked up a side cradle with the bottom knee, and he's really in trouble. as uh, Aug, Cassidy's trying to hit a spladle, send him over the top. But Aug comes out of that. Aug's got the takedown now. Keeps that bottom leg trapped. Hasn't split. Now he just changed off the side cradle and has it over. Aug's got him pinned. What's the time on that, Dane? 2.51. Gives him six points. 41 oh, to 12. We've got words. Words being exchanged. We're seeing this more and more, I feel like. He's having a conversation with Sean Frode about how we've got too many, too many opportunities for a losing wrestler to, to confront the other team in this sport sometimes, but... Save that conversation for Sunday night. At 132, it's Brace and Shortkin. He's taking on Tanner Ellis. Ellis, a tall, thin 132-pounder. Shortkin, a nice little single leg there. Wizards stayed in by Ellis. Shortkin now with a little bit of a tilt, trying to get Position that he wants. Still no takedown as Ellis maintained that wizard all the way through and they rolled through. 
And they go out of bounds. 45 seconds gone here in the first period. Shortgan drops back down to the single leg. Finishes off the takedown. He gets off to a 2-0 lead. How that first one wasn't a takedown, I'll never know, Dane. Well, he had that arm in, and now a cradle attempted. Given up on. Shortgan still on the edge of the mat. They go out of bounds. Two nothings to score. 37 seconds left here in the first period. We're at 132 pounds. Scores 41 to 12. Adam Central's going to win this one. Get back to their winning ways. Shortgan's got that wrist trapped under the belly of. Ellis. He's got Ellis up on his shoulder. Shortgan trying to find the right hold. Score some near fall. Coach Curry pacing back and forth on the edge of the mat. It's the end of the first period. Coach Curry's got a nice coaching staff behind him as usual. Assistant coaches Ryan Landis, Bobby Perry, Doug Schultz, right behind him. Longtime assistant Brian Jordan is always there. I know he's got Alex Curry, Blake Hirely, Logan Allman, those guys helping him out. Kyle Thomas is usually there. Shortgun in a position now on a single leg. Gets back down around the ankles. These two started in neutral position. Ellis tries to back up, straight up, after Shortgan got the takedown. Now he's got Ellis on his back here on the edge of the mat. He's kind of holding him across the chest. Unique technique, cost him two. Wasn't the flying squirrel, but... Uh... No. So three near fall there for Shortgan, and he leads seven to nothing now. I watch a lot of wrestling videos, Dane, but I haven't seen that one yet. No, me neither. No, oh, we forgot. There's a reason we haven't seen it. We forgot Lomo. Logan Mosier has been helping Coach Curry out for several years since his graduation and is, is here on a lot of Saturdays and a lot of evenings for, for practice. Of course, the whole place wouldn't uh, run without uh, our good buddy Phil here in front of us. He keeps everybody in line when it comes to Adam Central Wrestling. He's part-time webmaster, part-time scorebook keeper, part-time secretary. Does all of those roles. Full-time cheerleader. There's an escape by Ellis. 41 seconds left here in the second period. Ellis trying to get his wrist free. He does, but it allows Shortkin to get right behind him. Now, to Dane, go out of bounds before they can get the takedown. Dane, that's a good view I just found on track wrestling. Gives you the full match by yeah, match. It there. is very nice. I was in the other one. It's like, well, that's not very good. Oh, okay. So they're on their feet here. 20 seconds left in the second period. 7 to 1's the score. Shortgun over Ellis. Little throw by attempted there by Ellis. They go out of bounds. 
There's getting pumped up, Rex, and then there's getting pumped up to the point where you're not focused on what you're doing. <laughs> and I think Columbia City's found that out a little bit here in the last couple bouts. A little throw by attempted there by Shortkin at the <coughs> buzzer. You know, there's some situations where you see something and you say, oh, that's not necessary. You remember, this is high school wrestling. This is a, this is a combat sport that requires physical aggression. And when you're in the middle of it, it's hard. Nice little duck under there by Shortkin. Ellis attempts to hit a little bit of a chin rip, but Shortkin doesn't fall for it. Stays composed. He gets a takedown. Oh, he calls them out of bounds. I don't know about that one, but that's what the call is. You know when he had him by the ankle. You know when it's the takedown? When he says two. When he raises his hand at two. He had him by the ankle, and he attempted to cover him on the edge of the mat, and Jim didn't think that he well, did it Well, that's that point of emphasis they talked about at the uh, referees meeting. If you're on your feet, your feet are points. When your knees go down and your knees go out of bounds, you lose those points, and... and so I called him out. Easy takedown there for Shortkin as he looks for a major decision now. Ellis tries to switch. Minute left here in this bout. 132. We got four more after this. Imagine a three-man circle in that Columbus City room with these funky moves flying around. <laughs> I look like a circus, man. Them guys are doing flying Willendas and Ellis tries to sit out again. Shortcut does a nice job of grabbing the ankle and preventing it. Gets his hand free. Tries a cross face. Tries to lock up a cradle. He brings it over his body and he's got Ellis on his back. Jim better watch himself. There's a kick coming. Ellis is in a cradle. Shortkin trying to finish it. He's going to give up on it. He's going to take three near fall. That'll make it 12 to 1. He's got 15 seconds left. Find something new. And I don't think he's going to get it. And that's how this one's going to end. A 12 to 1 victory for Brayson Shortkin. So those four points. We'll give it a 45-12 score now as Columbia City trails Adam Central. At 138, it's going to be Maverick Duball versus Devin Minica. Duball, another one of those uh, good young wrestlers. Had a great freshman season last year. Come in highly touted. Shoots a little dump. Turns that into a fireman's carry and takes uh, Monica right to his back. Gets no near fall off of it. So Dubois with a opening takedown leads this thing 2-0. Drops back to a side cradle. Monica trying to sneak out the back door, but Dubois puts his head in his side, runs him right up over, has him on his shoulder. Locks up the leg over the top. Nice rock through. Gets a two-point near fall. Gets a three-point near fall. He's going to call potentially dangerous. Three-point near fall. Jimmy takes. Jimmy uh, says, you bleeding there? No blood. Jimmy says, there ain't no blood there. 
We don't need no stinking blood time. <laughs> so, Dubois has a 4-0 lead here. Dubois hooks up the leg on that near side. Now he's going to hit a uh, three-quarter Nelson, trying to turn him around. Has his head cranked over to his knee. Has the side cradle locked up, does Dubois. Now he puts his head in the side, runs him up on his shoulder, locks up the leg. Nothing but net. Shoulders down. Minute five is the fall time. That gives him six more points. And it's going to make them uh, 51 to 12. Up next at 144 pounds will be R.J. Ferris from Columbia City and Xander Schwartz for the Jets. Another one of this group of four freshmen who are in the lineup for Adam Central at this point in the season. Ferris tries to set up a throw. A couple of double underhooks. They go out of bounds. And we've got a broken headgear here. Ferris tries to snap it back in. See if they can find a spare one. It's a couple of volunteers. <coughs> He says, I don't like this one. It's golden, golden purple. I ain't going to fit my head. <laughs> Too small. Let's just keep throwing headgear out there on a the mat and see if we can find one that works. High school, Dan, I wore those how old much? Halos. How much longer do you think you're going to be required to wear headgear? Forever. They won't let them go without that. You wouldn't have thought they'd let them go with well, unkept hair and facial hair and... That's a safety precaution, though. I mean, I've got a cauliflower ear. A lot of guys have them. They're not cool when you get to be old. You know, when you're a wrestler and you think, i got these cauliflower ears. When you get old, you just gotta, you're an old, ugly guy with ugly ears. Well, we're on try number six. Jim Bopp inspecting it. He said, I don't know what this, I don't know, that's not my kind of headgear. That's a, this is one of those hurricanes. He doesn't know how to work those. I used to wear the old halos. Every once in a while, those halos would break that strap there, and they, they were done. <laughs> he just threw them in the trash. Depends on whether they got a cloth strap or a plastic strap. Coach Culp out there trying to help him out. Jimmy Bob helped him out. He's got an assistant over here looking at his Cliff Keen headgear that broke, and I don't know if he's going to be able to fix it. Okay, we're back underway. We only had eight seconds. Ferris. A nice job shooting in, single leg, finishes a takedown. That was quick. Even with a new headgear. He's not even going to mess with it. He turns his back for a moment there to Schwartz. Shot by Schwartz. Ferris tries to throw, and he throws himself right to his back for the moment. He recovers, though. That was impressive. Wraps himself around Schwartz. Two takedowns a call. It's 4-1. to one. Doing a little head hunting here is Xander Schwartz. But it's Schwartz who goes on his back as Ferris is strong and quick. He works Schwartz over. He's got a side cradle locked up now, but now it turns to his back. And freestyle is scored to be 17 to 5. But it's a fall, a minute one for RJ Ferris. 
That, that changes the score to 51 to 18. That was entertaining, but only lasted 61 seconds. Ferris kind of uh, unconventional, but uh, he come out of a couple of situations and uh, surprised you, didn't he, Dane? Let's go bring up 150-pounder Max Byerly. He's going to wrestle against Arrow Mullinex. Mullinex, uh, long-time Columbia City name. Been a lot of Mullinexes wrestle. Caution by, it's the old double caution. Get those toes on the lines. Because that makes a big difference when you're starting a wrestle match if you gain that extra quarter of an inch. Minute 55 left to go here in this first period as these guys go on the edge of the mat. Step out of bounds. They'll come back to center. See if they remember to put their toes on the line. Well, they're wrestling in the dark. So. <laughs> Our team score now 51 to 18. Adam Central on top. There are two matches left, including this one. We're going to collar tie. Both wrestlers. Byerly has the inside control. Pushes Molinex to the edge of the mat. They'll come back to the center. Coach Carissa, Coach uh, Culp says, just hit a little throw by off that when he was roughing you up up top. That works uh, two on one. Russian arm tie does at Molinex. Byerly pulls out of that. A little throw by attempted by Molinex. <clears throat> Minute 11 to go here, period number one. Push on each other's head. Now a little wrist control by Byerly. Byerly hits a little duck under, gets the takedown. Nice little uh, super duck as he goes around behind Molinex. He's going to ride him with a uh, ball and chain on that left side. Rolls up that inside wrist. Molnick's trying to sit out, turn in. Back to his base now. 43 seconds left to go in period number one. Barley with a 2-0 lead here. We're at 150 pounds. We end at 157. Just one match to go. Down to 30 seconds here. Barley running a chicken wing. Looking for something on the other side. Now he just pulls him over the top. Tries to tight waist him over for a tilt. Doesn't get any counts from Jim Bob. Monax trying to stand up. Broken back down by Byerly. We're at 10 seconds left to go here in period number one. Byerly drops back. Locks up that rear leg in a ball and chain. Monax trying to sit out. No change there. Byerly defers. Molnix takes neutral. Starting our feet here. 2 0s the score with Byerly on top. Jim says, if you touch the mat, I'm going to give you caution. And he did. Two cautions on Molnix now. Next one's going to cost him a point. I've seen more cautions in two matches from Jim Bopp than I have all season last year, Dane. Just like to make sure they're doing it right, I guess. They walk into a over and under throw situation. They back out of bounds. And at 45 left to go, they come back together in the center. Molnix tried a little throw by. Now he drops down to a leg. Didn't penetrate on that single leg. Out front, the front headlock. Just spin and goes behind. Changes directions. Does Byerly, and Byerly gets the takedown. He's going to lead this thing now 4-0. to zero.
Working on some wrist control. Needs to get his opponent broke down to his base. Running a double wrist roll on a, from behind. Trying to use his leg to stop Molnex. Not a lot of action here. Barley with a double wrist roll. Just kind of riding him from behind. That might get a stalling warning on him. Molnex trying to stand up from the bottom here. He is up. Barley runs him to the edge of the mat. Not making any real attempt to take him down. There's his warning. Barley gets warned as he took longer than the uh, uncounted five seconds. Molnex comes back to the center mat. He's in a down position with 46 ticks to go here. Period number two. Barley climbs on, rides him from the left side. Doesn't get him broken down. Barley just riding from behind the hips. Tries to hit a little false side cradle. He just kind of throw the arm up over the head, reach for the leg. Molnex not really doing much from bottom either here. Now he's trying to hit a high leg step over on the inside. He's got Barley on his hit. Barley's going to have to recover here. 20 seconds left to go. Molnex got to hold that leg. Barley tries to get back in better position now. Molnex is jacking that leg up, and he high legs over, and he's going to get the reversal. So Molnex with a two-point reversal. Cuts the different, cuts the score in half here. He's got a cradle locked up, and he goes right to his back. As Barley puts him in his back, he's going to get a two reversal. And a two near fall. So that's going to make the score eight to two. Barley choice takes the bottom. Barley checks the clock and says, I got a six point lead with two minutes to go here. Let's see if Molinex is uh, tough on top here. As, uh, somehow Molinex uh, had a shoe come untied. That's his third caution. That would be a point, Jimmy. That's his third caution would be a point. Apparently not. Two plus one does not equal three anymore. <laughs> Gave him a caution for his shoe being untied, but that just mean that should mean that his laces weren't taped, and that's a that's a technical violation. That costs you a point when you walk on the mat. Yes, that's what he's trying to tell him. Phil is all over that. <laughs> So Molnex in the top position, just lost a point. For the caution, Molnex can't control Byerly, and Byerly comes up out front. Has escape, he's up neutral now. Hit a little duck under. Now he throws a half up over the top as Molnex kept his arm up there. He's getting uh, back points now. Got two takedown and three near fall here. If he doesn't get the fall, Barley trying to lift the head as Molnax bridging on his shoulders. That will usually get you a fall call. Barley pushes him back. The outside shoulder is still up. Now he's in a better position here to close that down. Molnax trying to bridge. And there it is. Four minutes and... 
30, four minutes and 36 seconds. 4.36 our fall time. Final bout of the night, 157 pounds. It's Jarrett Smith. Gray singlet, red shoes, taking on Eli Patrick. Smith going to try to make quick work of this one and send everybody home happy. He's going to do it with a headlock. Does not score the opening takedown. 57-18 is our score. Spin around there by Smith. He gets the takedown. He's now got Patrick in a single leg position. Trips him forward. Patrick leaves the Wizard in for a while, but gives it up since he's already taken down. Smith grabs an ankle, drives him forward. Two to nothing. Jarrett Smith leads here at 157, a junior. Stalemate. Oh, we got an illegal hold. Full Nelson. Makes the score two to one. And buys Eli Patrick a restart. He steps. <coughs> Forward on one leg, but quickly goes back to the mat. Now working a half Nelson is Smith. First with the left, then with the right. I think he was working a full Nelson there, Dane. <laughs> now he tries to roll both wrists underneath. Patrick trying to get something free. Instead, it's a wing that Smith works over. He's got Patrick on his back. He gets two near fall from it. No, it's three. Five to one now. Side cradle run by Smith. He's got this one locked up tight. This could be all she wrote. Trying to work Patrick over. He's got it tight. It's right here in front of us. 20 seconds left. Plenty of time. Now he's got it right. Still on his shoulder. There we go. Now we're getting near fall. Now he's got him turned over. He's got the leg where he wants it. Five seconds left. Jim Bott protecting his teeth. One second left. He's only going to get the three near fall. Eight to one is your score. Patrick defers his choice in the second period. Jarrett Smith wants to go neutral. Patrick with a nice single leg, but Smith sprawls out. Smith gets a takedown on the spin around and gets behind. Now working on a cradle. Trying to get his arm back free. There he wraps it up. False side. Brings it back. Smith in good position there, knee in the side. And there's your fall. Two minutes and 23 seconds. Jarrett Smith wraps it up, and Adam Central wins this duel 63 to 18. With that, let's send it back to the studio for some commercials and come back with a wrap-up and some post-match conversation right here on WZBD. Luganville Excavating is a proud sponsor of high school wrestling on WZBD. Their son, Memphis, a sophomore at AC, is doing his best to overcome adversity and wrestle for the Flying Jets. Memphis has made tremendous strides and is determined to continue. You can follow his journey on Facebook at Memphis's Ride. As Luganville Excavating works hard for their customers, follow Memphis's challenge to make the team. He would love to hear from you. Miller Land Surveying is one of Northeast Indiana's premier full-service land surveying firms. From lot and boundary surveys to large topographical, commercial, and industrial surveys, 
Miller Land Surveying can help you with all of your surveying needs. With a seasoned staff, the latest technology, and a drive for perfection, rest assured your project will be done professionally and efficiently completed every time. MLS is proud to support today's broadcast and encourages everyone to get out and support local athletes. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. Why let stains keep you from showing off your smile? This is Dr. Pamela Johnson from Bluffton Dental Clinic. Our office is proud to offer professional-grade whitening technologies to remove years of staining quickly and effectively. From in-office whitening to take-home kits, we can help you decide which system works best for your smile. We'll be happy to schedule a consultation at any of our convenient office locations in Decatur, Bern, Geneva, Bluffton, or Warren. Injured in an accident, need representation in civil, criminal, or family law matters? Call DeVos, Baker, Ainsworth, and Razzo for assistance. Our office has experienced trial lawyers who can guide you through the litigation process and provide you with quality legal service at competitive rates. Call 724-2129 to schedule an appointment with one of our attorneys or visit our website at DeVosLaw.com for more information. If you're a small business owner in Adams County, think about everything you need to help your business succeed. You need a plan, happy customers, steady cash flow, and an insurance agent that gets you. Hi, I'm Nick Rumschlag, State Farm Insurance Agent, and I run a small business in Adams County too. And I understand the unique needs of local business owners. I will make it easy to choose the right protection at the right price. Because one thing you don't need is insurance stress. Call me today at 260-724-6010. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome back to Adam Central, the hangar here in Monroe, where tonight the Adam Central Flying Jets dispatched of the Columbus City Eagles by the final score of 63-18. We're joined in, in, in the interview loft, and Dane Filling has uh, Mr. Shortgan. Yeah, I thought we'd pull in one of these talented freshmen that the Jets have in their lineup. Brayson, nice match tonight, and uh, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you. Well, we've talked a little bit about uh, you guys as middle schoolers and popping into the varsity lineup, but uh, you've had, what, five full days of a season now? Six full days of a season, I guess. Tell us a little bit about how you feel about high school varsity wrestling. Uh, it's different. <laughs> it's more different. intense. <laughs> it's more intense. Yeah. Well, you certainly had uh, an interesting one tonight with Columbia City. We saw some, some interesting uh, moves from the other side, but uh, mm. you've had a chance to wrestle now six or seven times. You had a great weekend. Uh, you guys bounced back. You had a loss on Tuesday, but you come back and uh, make some progress tonight. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about um, uh, about your match. You won 12 to one over Tanner Ellis. Had a couple of nice takedowns. Uh, I thought I could have done better. I mean, I didn't do bad. It was a little sloppy. Um, so as we get used to to watching you this year, what's your favorite takedown? Uh, probably a high crotch or outside single. And who's usually your practice partner? Uh, Maverick Dubal. Okay. 
So uh, somebody that's good on his feet, and uh, you guys probably do a, a lot of practice riding, putting the legs in, that kind of thing? Yeah. So are you a legger? Kind of. Kind of? Yeah. Okay, well, it seems like everybody from Adam Central at this point in the season is a cradler. Yeah. That's what you guys have done yeah. well. So um, you guys have got another match, a uh, set of matches on Saturday. WZBD will be there as you guys wrestle one of the top five teams in the state mm. in uh, Avon. Do you get excited about those types of matches when you're wrestling somebody that's really good? Yeah. I just like to challenge myself, see what I can do. Absolutely. Now, do you like the uh, the one the one match uh, weeknight duels, or do you like the, the five-match Saturday super duels? Uh, probably the five-match super duels. I was going to say, you usually end up wrestling a lot more different types of wrestling. You're going to see lots of different teams this weekend. Uh, you're going to see South Bend, Washington doesn't have a lot of guys, and you're going to see Avon is one of the best in the state. So yeah. you're going to have your highs and your lows, and uh, your quality level of wrestler is going to change a lot between yeah. match to match. Hmm. Well, Brayson, uh, a lot of people talking about you after your start to the season. Why don't you tell our listeners what are some of your goals for this year individually? Um, individually and as a team, I'd like to for us to win the team state. And then for me personally, I'd want to make it to state and hopefully plays. Awesome. Well, you guys certainly have several guys on your team who probably share the same goals. It's always the more fun to do those types of things with uh, with teammates. Why don't you uh, tell our listeners who your freshman teammates are right now in the varsity lineup? Uh, in the varsity lineup, it's Dylan Ogg, Kale Beer, and Xander Schwartz. How long have you guys been wrestling together? Uh, since we were four young age like those little guys who were wrestling out here tonight before the junior yeah. varsity match started yeah i've never seen singlets that small on some of those kids yeah well brace we thank you for coming on uh our post-game broadcast here and uh we appreciate it you did a great job tonight and wzbd will be right back with you bright and early saturday morning when you guys take on mcconaqua and remember tell mom she can go to the wzbd podcast page click on there and this this whole event will be there and that my buddy Dane here will write an article, and he'll just put the link right there on the web page for you. So right. go to WZBD.com, and you can hear this interview. And, you know, by the time you're a senior, your interviews better be a little bit smoother, young man. You <laughs> yeah, come up with better things to talk yeah. about. Thanks, Brayson. Yep. That's been Brayson Shortman. As, uh, he got a victory tonight for this uh, Adam Central team. They win this match 63-18. to Let's send it back to studio for a round of commercials. Back with uh, more post-match conversation, you listen to High School Wrestling on WZBD. When you need building materials, you need Arnold Lumber, 425 Winchester Street Indicator, featuring lumber in a wide choice of sizes, plus doors, windows, roofing, and more. Whether it's a complete new home or remodeling, a new deck or deck repair, a new kitchen or a kitchen update, whether it's an erected or materials-only garage or pull barn package featuring quality metal, free professional designs and estimates, Arnold Lumber provides it all. Open 7 to 5, Monday through Thursday, till 4.30 on Friday and 11.30 on Saturday. Clean water is everybody's business. The City of Decatur thanks you for all you do to keep our streams and rivers clean, but we can do more. Did you know using too much fertilizer on yards and gardens or spilling fertilizer on drives or sidewalks and then just hosing it off causes that helpful fertilizer to become a pollutant? And then when it makes its way to the river, it can be a contributing factor in the death of fish. Protecting water quality requires all of us to do our part to prevent stormwater pollution. Get more ideas on the web at decaturin.org. 
At Three Rivers Federal Credit Union, we're focused on empowering you to achieve financial wellness by offering the resources and support you need every step of the way. We're equally committed to bettering lives in our region through volunteerism, community funding and partnerships, college scholarships, and more. We give back to the people, places, and ideas that matter most to you. Learn more at threeriversfcu.org. Three Rivers is federally insured by the NCUA. Don Myers Plumbing and Heating and Burn is your American Standard home comfort dealer. American Standard has been in business for more than 100 years and welcomes Don Myers Plumbing and Heating of Burn as one of their independent dealers. Don Myers Plumbing and Heating and American Standard will provide your home or business with energy-efficient heating and cooling equipment, saving you money. Don Myers Plumbing, Heating and Cooling at the east edge of Burn on Adams County Road, triple zero, your American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. Hey, do you know when and where we can recycle in Adams County? Well, I know you can recycle from 8 to 4 weekdays and Saturday 8 to noon at the transfer station next to Golden Meadows. Okay, where else? In Decatur, behind D&D Marathon on the east side of town on Thursdays, Mondays at Simon Manufacturing 27 South in Burn, and in Monroe on the third Tuesday at the fairgrounds. Plus, you can always get the latest info at AdamsCountySWMD.com. Thanks. When faced with the difficult task of making arrangements for your loved one, many emotions and questions arise. What would they want me to do if they were here? Where is the money coming from? How much should I spend? Do they want burial or cremation? The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home can help you navigate these tough questions. Make your wishes known and allow us to make sure that your wishes are carried out. Call Ryan Hershey or Eric Zelt at 260-724-7167 to schedule an appointment today. Welcome back to Ab Central High School. Rex along with Dane Filling. We're joined by Coach Tony Curry. And Tony, a good, satisfying win here tonight. A good crowd here, and uh, we saw something interesting it wasn't even elementary school wrestling. It was like uh, preschool wrestling out there. <laughs> yeah. I've seen some really small singlets out there, and it was good. You must there must have been 16, 18 matches that you brought them paired up, and that was that was a nice little event you had there. Yeah. So uh, earlier in the week, uh, you know, elementary duels is is a big big thing right now, and uh, so we have we have an elementary duel team. Columbia City has an elementary duel team, so. Uh, we we paired up. I think there was about maybe 15 or so matches there, and uh, yep, it was uh, K to five. So there were some little little dudes out there tonight. So uh, yep, we got that in before JV and trying to get some fans in the stands and get some young young parents, young kids, and hopefully uh, you know they'll they'll stick with the sport. And, and I think those matches were pretty evenly matched. I think you went split about 50-50. Honestly, I didn't see. I'd have to talk to our, our club guys, but I didn't I didn't see what those results were. Um, you know, as we're getting ready for, for our high school match, I, I was kind of watching out of the corner of my eye. I didn't really pay attention to the, the overall score, but it's good to get those kids matches. Hopefully they had fun with it and uh, give them a taste of what it's like to wrestle in front of a, a, a crowd. And you, you have a lot of good help when it comes to dads coaches all the way down to the very youngest youth levels in your club and you got a lot of a lot of kids involved it seems like we're lucky i mean at the end of the day there's a lot of a lot of folks that that uh, are adam central wrestling fans and we have support top top to bottom from the school administration to uh to parents in the club um to, to those young dads that uh the sad part is i've coached a lot of those dads out there and so now we're starting to see them kids coming back through the club that's when i start feeling 
old is when I start seeing. Don't you be kids talking. Kids are kids. Don't be talking about old, young man. <laughs> well, yeah. tell us a little bit about this freshman class. I got a chance to see the middle school team a couple of times last year, but you've got four really solid freshmen yeah, who yeah. are really active on their feet and, and having a lot of success here early in the season. Yeah, you know, the, the, they're kids that have wrestled, you know, their whole life, and they've been club kids from you know kindergarten on up and those kids love wrestling um it's an easy sell uh you know in the summertime when we're practicing um they all went with us down to disney had some success down there at the disney duels um and and i knew i knew we were going to plug a handful of them kids into the lineup and uh day one they're varsity ready so then them kids come in they know how to wrestle they're 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 strong, physical kids. They they put in the time. They they practice with us in the summer. They practice Madman. They go up to uh, Indiana Tech. Um, you know, them kids put in the time. So I, I knew coming in, I was gonna ha- have a nice freshman class and like those kids, man. They're they're, they're gritty. They're tough. They're hard workers, and uh, they're doing a great job so far, winning matches for us. You don't have a whole lot of practices between now and uh, Team State <laughs> yeah. scheduled. How do you balance all this? I know you've got a track record now yeah, the you last know, couple of years, but, I mean, like you look at the week. calendar. You look at the calendar. Like, I was a little upset after the New Haven match. We lost a handful of matches, and, and it was conditioning. But we still had some kids that were just on, you know, single, single digits of practice. You know, they need those five coming out of football. But – we didn't have much more than that, you know, heading into those ACAC duels. And then we're at the point now where practice Monday, wrestle Tuesday, practice Wednesday, wrestle Thursday. So, you know, we're only getting three practices a week. We got two weeknight dual meets next week and then two the week after that. And to get everything in, you know, schedule-wise, everything gets crunched back. It also limits those practices. So I actually did, did the counting. The number of practices those football guys missed – to, to make up the number of practices from, from that, we're uh, at the AC invite. You know, to get the 20-plus the practices that we missed, we're, we're in the, you know, that second week of January before. So, I mean, we're not there yet. Um, every day we're getting closer. And, you know, as coaches, we got a plan trying to – you got to balance the, the teaching and the technique and, and the conditioning. You can't just – you can't go one without the other. So it's a balancing act. And – uh, we got to get them in shape, but we also got to clean stuff up, too. When it comes down to it, though, from what I've seen in the first week, you have to be excited about what the potential is. Yeah. I know you're always trying to – you talked to me on, on Tuesday after the match, and you said it's, it's, it's never as high as you think it's high and it's never as low as you think it is low after right. the losses and after the wins. But I think looking at the lineup that you guys have, there's an awful lot to be excited about as a, as a Jet fan heading into the rest of the season yeah hopefully our fans are excited as a coaching staff you know we're pretty excited at at where we're at and like like i said by no means are we where we want to be like we're we're still a couple weeks off i mean if we're just 100 percent honesty here we're still a couple weeks off and like you said we've been through this i think we've been to five of the last six semi-states or something like that three state finals the last couple couple years and so i kind of i kind of know what to expect i kind of got a uh you know, game plan put together, but it's typically about team state when we really start hitting our stride. And, you know, the good thing is we don't peak too soon. I mean, that's, that hasn't been a problem the last several years. Um, but, but it, it, it's about that, 
that first, second week of January, we really start hitting our stride where kids feel comfortable on their feet. They feel comfortable with their attacks. We're still, it was a little bit cleaner tonight, but we're still a little bit rough on some of our leg attacks. And we're a little bit rough with our top wrestling. And, you know, if we hang out on bottom, bad things happen. We, I mean, we just harp on that. You can't take a break on bottom. That's when you get turned and pinned. So, um, you know, th these kids get sick and tired of me saying the same things over and over and over. But I think if you pull any of them up here, they're going to say the exact same stuff that I just told you. They know what they got to do. We just got to get them in shape, and we, we, we just got to clean some things up. Well, if you say it enough, sometimes it sinks in. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, my, my broadcast partner here said that you were upset with him with your number one ranking in 1A. <laughs> but uh, it's like. You know, it's Purdue. It's like Purdue basketball. Yeah. You get ranked number one, you get knocked off. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. I, I tell you what, you're, you're solid, and you really won't see Rochester, who's like right there behind you. And yeah. They've been up and down, but uh, I mean, Team State's going to be a, interesting. There's like there's some teams coming in. Team State are really going to be battles. I think we're in the mix. I mean, coming into this year, I, I knew I, if if you can get your lineup shaken shaking out where you get all, all the kids in the, in the in the lineup and, and injuries we got to clean a couple kids up or get a couple kids back from injuries if we do that we're a pretty solid team if we if we get everybody back in the lineup get everybody healthy we're pretty solid this team. is usually the way it works yes I, I go and watch Coach Curry's team. I get really, really excited. I text him. I think he's going to be really, really good. He said, hold on, Dane. Just hold on one second. We're not quite there yet. Yeah. Well, no a, coach ever thinks you're there. <laughs> a big, Has a coach ever told you, like, hey, we're there? No. Like, like, no. There's a big match coming up next Thursday, and you know yeah. that the Belmont gym is going to be packed. You guys travel well. You're going to put yeah. a lot of people in there. Tim Myers wants 2,000 people in that gym, and I, I think with a little bit of work, you, we can put 2,000 people in that gym. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun fun atmosphere. Um you know, Belmont is, is off to a great start. Coach Myers knows what he's doing. Um, you know, we're, we're off to a, 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 a solid start. I'm not saying we're there by any means, but, you know, Belmont's always a measuring stick for us to kind of see where we're at. And uh, the good thing is, you know, after we took a loss uh, the other night, it, it refocuses kids. And, and now I got their attention. You, you know, now it's like, okay, boys, we got – we have some things we have to fix. We have to fix some things. And so um, you, you learn a lot more from a, 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 a good loss than you do just going out there and beating, beating kids that are not, not quite as talented. Like Dane told me, you scored 11 first takedowns in those matches and didn't win the dual meet. Yeah. So you know you're doing something right. You get the first takedown, but yeah. you got to have the last takedown. Yeah, you know, there's a couple. Like, I... I stayed up pretty late the other night, and I was just, I, I'm a stats guy. I like to see takedowns for, takedowns against, you know, near falls for, near falls against. And I like to really look at things. And I wrote down every match that we've lost this year. And I, and I you know, trying to categorize them and, and see where we're at. There's a lot of matches that I chalk up to conditioning, you know, like, we're wrestling good kids. I don't want to. I don't want to um, undermine or, or disregard that fact. But I, I feel like we let some things slide or slip away from us, and and it's conditioning. You know, it's just what it is, man. Some some teams have been practicing a month and a half, and we were, we were at it about two weeks. Um, it's just what it is. I mean, it, 
the trade-off is not playing in the state finals football. So, <laughs> so we'll we'll take that. I mean, we'll take that. That's a, you know, I think anybody would take that. Yeah. Well, Coach, we're excited. We're going to be there on Saturday with you at New Haven. We're going to be there next week when you wrestle Norwell. We're going to be there on Thursday when you wrestle Belmont, and we're going to be there at Team State when you're there at Rochester. Rochester I'm, High I'm School. Super yeah. excited about it, and uh, we're looking forward to a. A lot more moments like these that we saw tonight against yep. Columbia City. Yep, thank you guys. Appreciate it. That's been Tony Curry of the M Central Flying Jets. Let's send it back to the studio for our final commercial break and back with a wrap up of this match and uh, talk about what's happening next week on WZBD right here on 92.7 FM. For the past 90 years, Smith Brothers has built a solid reputation by providing quality furniture that lasts for generations. They continue to employ the best construction techniques and components available in the industry and offer frame and fabric styles to satisfy every taste from transitional to traditional and all stops between. Sitting is believing. Test one of their recliners to see how quality engineering makes them stand out from other leading manufacturers. Smith Brothers of Bern. Feel the difference quality makes. Tis the season to give and share at Best One in Monroe. Hi, it's Matt Brown, manager of Best One in Monroe with our December offer. Bring in a canned food donation for the Monroe United Methodist Food Pantry Drive to Best One and get up to $80 off your purchase of four new select Mastercraft, Corsair Trail, and Quest line of tires. This offer ends December 31st and is available only at Best One in Monroe. Restrictions apply. See store or bestoneinmonroe.com for complete details. And have a safe and blessed holiday season from all of us at Best One in Monroe. No matter your age, health and life insurance can be confusing and overwhelming. This is Derek Bailey with Bixler Insurance. Whether you are currently on Medicare or will soon be qualifying for Medicare, we have the products and expertise to meet your needs. Under age 65 and looking for health coverage? Interested in protecting your family from an unexpected loss with a life insurance policy? We can discuss options to assure your peace of mind. Call Bixler Insurance today to schedule your free appointment. Nine miles from Monmouth and nine miles from Fort Wayne, situated on 27 just south of 469, sits Nine Mile Restaurant, your home for great meals since 1837. Providing home-cooked meals to travelers between Decatur and Fort Wayne for over 180 years, Nine Mile has stood the test of time as an institution on the southern edge of Allen County. With seating on the family side, the bar side, and outdoors, there's always a reason to stop and have a meal. Nine Mile also has a full-service bar and a professional service that can cater your next event or party. The next time you're on your way to or from Fort Wayne, stop in. You've gone the distance. Welcome to Nine Mile. Welcome back to Adam Central for our final time here. Rex Brewer along with Dane Filling as Adam Central finishes off uh, Columbus City. On a Thursday night, Adam Central hosted the Flying Eagles of Columbia City and um, – at 165 pounds is where we start out. Matt Heiser gets a walkover forfeit, starts off 6-0, Jets on top. At 175 pounds, it was Max Carr, the win in a minute 35 over Jace Pettigrew. That gave Adam Central a 12-0 lead. 190 pounds is Trevor Curry. Wasted no time with an 18-second no fall, taking it to 18-0. At 215, it was Wyatt McAfee, the three-minute and three-second fall over Isaac Siemens. That gave Adam Central a 24-0 lead. Heavyweight, it was Gavin Rumpel stepping in for the injured Clint, uh, not Clint Worm, <laughs> Zach Worm. And uh, Vincent Park uh, finishes him off in, with a fall in three minutes and 14 seconds, giving uh, Columbia City their first score, 24-6. At 106 pounds, it was Columbia City again with the win. Ian Barry finished off Miles Carr, three minutes and 37 seconds, cutting the jet lead 24-12. to At 113, Kale Beer. 
wrestled against Isaac Driver, and uh, Beer was your winner with a fall in 359, making it 30 to 12 M Central. At 120, our most exciting match of the night, Jackson Bingham held on to an early onslaught from Phoenix Stoltz and went on for a tech fall win near the end of the third period, 16 to 1. That made the team score 35 to 12. Definitely our most interesting match of the evening, Dane. At 126 pounds, it was Dylan Aug wrestling against Dale Cassidy, and Aug was your fall winner in 2 minutes and 51 seconds, making the team score 41-12 Adam Central. Our interviewee, Brayson Shortgan, was your winner at 132 pounds by a major decision, 12-1 to over Tanner Ellis, putting the Jets up 45-12. to 138 pounds, it was Maverick Dubal wrestling against uh, Devin uh, Meineke, Meineke, and he is a winner by fall in 102, making the team score 51 to 12. At 144 pounds, it was R.J. Ferris of Columbia City, the winner by fall in a minute one over Xander Schwartz, cutting the Jets' lead to 51 to 18. 150 pounds, Max Byerly is wrestling against Arrow Mullinex, and uh, your winner was Max Byerly by the fall time of 34, I'm sorry, 436, making the team score 57 18. Final bout of the night, 157 pounds. Jarrett Smith is your winner. 23 seconds into the second period, he takes out Eli Patrick to end the night with a Jet victory, 63-18. to 18. Reporting, reporting for WZBD Sports, your leader in sports in Adams County has been Rex Brewer and Dane Filling. And Dane, plenty of action yet this week on WZBD on the sports calendar. And I know you always have the little black book. You probably got it memorized by now, but... Uh, uh, you got wrestling on Saturday night, on a Saturday during the day, a couple of rounds for the AC at uh, that New Haven tournament, a couple of big matches coming up for them. And then uh, we got Colts football on Sunday, probably. We do. We have the tape delay of the Colts game on Sunday. Tomorrow night we've got a good boys basketball game between Heritage and South Adams. Of course, the basketball coaches show. We'll have the girls basketball coaches with Mike Maki at the West End. And then, of course, the New Haven Super 10, the Purdue and Arizona game. And then when that's all over, we'll have South Adams and Jay County on the girls' side of things. And then, of course, the Steelers and the Colts, as we said, tape delay on to the regular noon slot at Sunday, on Sunday, and, uh, and then our show on Sunday night. Dane, this is becoming a habit. I look around the room, the gym. She's holding off on the uh, leaf blower until we're off. we got 10 seconds. Nobody here but me, and I sent you a picture of me coming out of New Haven the other night, last car in a parking lot. So with that, we'd like to thank Steve Rouse for running board for us, and we're going to sign off here. So stay tuned for WZBD, where there's more sports on the radio on 92.7 FM. You've been listening to Exciting High School Wrestling. Brought to you in part by the many community-minded sponsors you heard. And a special presentation of 92.7 WZBD Sports.